Dan Lawsey, how are you, man? I'm here. You're here. You're here. Well, that's a good He's thing. He's been fucking sitting on that couch for like an hour <laughs> while we've been fucking sorting out our lives. And fratinizing. <laughs> well, that was good to see Bruno. <coughs> let me know if it gets hot. I will turn the fan on. I'll let the audience know that there will be a fan noise in the background. Hell yeah. So last time we sat down with you, we had some, we had some great content, man. It was probably the best content we had. Uh, thus far, and we lost it. <laughs> and uh, I apologize. It's all right. Chris and Eric did all right. Yeah, they, they did, did great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm here now. You haven't watched the episode? No, I listened to it. I have oh, okay. oh, no. Oh, that was a statement. They did all right. Okay. I got you. Oh, hell yeah. No, they did great. Yeah. I thought they did, considering, you know, they yeah. weren't really expecting it. Yeah. And the whole thing, that was a retake. Yeah. So that's frustrating. I had to leave. Yeah, they, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, your dear Christopher from Branch of Indian also hooked us up with this sweet Windows 95 logo in the background. Hell yeah. <laughs> and for anybody interested in what's at the bottom left corner, that is Branch of Indian's band camp on display right there. And for those who don't know, we just came in with a Branch Davidian song. Dan, what song was that? Was that Manufactured Radius? It was. Yep. Right on, man. And the, the other guys were talking about are the other members of his band. Yeah. Dan is the singer. And if you want to call it that. Hey, man. <laughs> Vo- vocals are probably a better description. Yeah. Well, it sounds fucking, fucking awesome, though. <laughs> you scream like the best of them, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. And you play – well, do you, you just sing for them, right? Yeah. I they're The first demo, weird fact about us, if you listen to that very first demo – I played all the guitars on there. Right on. Me and Nick did that whole album. Right on. Then we put a band together. <laughs> so the second one is where you're hearing the whole band playing. But um, I I do write riffs for that band. I will occasionally uh, just throw the guitar on. Hey, what if you guys try this? And I show them what I have. They play seven-string guitars. I do not play seven-string. I never have. I refuse to. I don't like it because I like to be able to play the full six-string chords. Yeah. The majors, the minors, you can't do that. With I mean, well, you can, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to do the one-finger drop. That's it's why just I was just talking about a baritone. Right. It's <laughs> right. You know, so I can so have that management. Not, nothing against it. But, but I do but like seven. But strings. on my six-string, I have seven-string thickness, so I'm using the strings of the seven-string to get that low tuning. Dude, but, uh, I used to so rat rig my shit too, right. man. I love it. So the the point being is that. I write it, and then they have to kind of translate it back onto the seventh string. So they, you do hear riffs that are mine. They are splatted occasionally, but for the most part, yeah, I'm just the vocalist in that band. What are you guys tuning to? Are you tuned to C? We started with B standard. Okay. Then they got into the drops. They're doing multiple tunings. Okay. Dude, I can't, I can't follow it. I don't know. What, it, it's confusing to me. It sounds great. People think I, like, because I play guitar, I like know what's going, dude. I'm, I'm, dude. You're a ferocious guitar player, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Dan also he, he was Seven Day Curse your first like metal band? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I could have guessed that. <laughs> Round here now. Do you want to get get into? Yeah, that? get can, into it. Get into the weeds. I was man. um, how far back? I mean, I was 
way, way, way too young when, when, I, when I started playing shows. Okay. First show I ever played, I had just turned 14. What year was that? That would have been May. My first show ever was May 1991. Wow. How old were you in May 91? I can't even oh. do math right now. I was yeah. four. I was eight. I was yeah. four? Wait. I was I was seven. You were not four. I know. <laughs> I was seven. You, you were six or seven. Yeah. Six going on seven. And um, you, you were 14 going on 14? I just turned 14. What happened was... So wait, you're double my age? I'm 45, my man. Oh, shit. I've been around. I've been do, I've been doing this since I was 11. Looking amazing. The scene. Looking like a thing. snack. <laughs> um, what happened was... I mean, I mean, I'll just... I'll try to give the shortest version. I always loved music when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can get into that. The influences go way back. Way back. I want to hear him, man. Your I'm, music I'm, uh, has been amazing my whole life. Yeah, I, I a huge influence on me. Dude, when I get into my influences, it's very difficult for people to understand because it has nothing to do with what what, you do. what, what comes out on the other end. Same, dude. Okay? Same. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are horrified when they get into my car, and I am the babysitter. Thank you. I am the babysitter. I get everyone home alive. I've done it many, many times. Yeah. Yeah, you've been straight edge your yeah. whole life. And it, since I was 14, yeah. Wow. And uh, I, I only tried a couple cigarettes before that. Yes, sir, I'll take one. A couple uh, of years before. I, mean, I was going to ask you, so, like, yeah, is, is that all? I've never, I don't even know what alcohol tastes like. Wow, never man. It. Um, wow. Never smoked weed, never did no pills, drugs, nothing. Me and my friends found some cigarettes once, and I'm like, what is this? And, it, you know, I tried one, and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't get this. This is, like boring and I'm not understanding it and I just never something I never got into right on but, uh, but anyway so so what happened was I had this huge turning point when I was 11 uh, the hair metal all that was huge glam all that music which I think is fantastic it's very well produced I don't make fun of Poison or Def Leppard or any of those bands I think they were incredible incredible time in music and um you know, I got I, something to I, say about that time. Well, I w- do you want to say it quick? Because I'm about to tell. That is <laughs> it's going to get way <laughs> off track. It was like this huge yeah. psyop to effeminate and make men it more effeminate. Been. Yeah, might have been. But no, I'm sorry. Keep yeah. going. Well, so um, I just got into that stuff very quickly. I discovered it. Uh, Aerosmith, Permanent Vacation. That was the album. Hell yeah. Uh, that album taught me everything about music. You know they recorded Toys in the Attic in Hanson. I've heard a lot of things yeah. about where they've been around and yeah. recording and. Cortland. But uh, any anyway, yeah. So um. Our man Fred uh, Fred Danner, R.I.P. He r- yeah. Right. So um. Part of that. Anyway. And I f- I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but you ever get the sense that, you know, I'm I'm friends with Joe Clapp. I've recorded with him many times, as many of us have. I I feel like he maybe knows a little more about them than he leads on because he's got some stories. Do you know Joe at all? I do. Because whenever they come up, I work with him. I work with him twice. Well, it's interesting you make that connection because I work because he's done stuff with like new kids on the block and like big people. Yeah. So I'm like, why wouldn't he do something with Aerosmith? Well, I worked with him at Cortland where Aerosmith recorded Toys in the Attic. Was that in Duxbury? No, that's in Hanson. Oh, was it Hanson? Okay. Yeah, right across street from the library. Okay. Okay. But anyway. so, you know, when I was 11, I, I had this huge... Tra- I always loved music, but it suddenly became more focused. Uh, funny thing was, I wanted to play drums. I was supposed to be a drummer. Uh, there was a family friend 
whose kid had played the drums years before. He was a lot older than me. And the warning was put out that these things were very loud. Don't ever <laughs> let your kid have a drum set. So I was not allowed to have a drum set. Aww. So that's, I did not choose the guitar. The guitar chose me. Um, what ended up happening, so I'm, you know, I'm 11 years old. I'm getting heavily into this stuff. Cinderella, Def Leppard, all, you know, all those bands that were yeah, happening yeah. at the time. Really into that stuff and um, still love it. And um, Dude, they're amazing musicians. Yeah, they really were. <laughs> the production was unbelievable. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, long story short, you know, I said I'd always been into music. And when I was a little kid, my aunt had an acoustic guitar. One day I was in my parent, grandparents' basement. So I don't even know what I was doing. They had a refrigerator down there. I probably went down for something, and I saw it. I brought it upstairs. I asked my aunt, can I have this? And she said, yeah. Wow. And uh, Music Unlimited, which was at the Hanover Mall back then. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Brought it there. They strung it up, showed me how to this, that. Um, started saving up for an electric guitar, trying to put bands together with my friends. Churned uh, 13. Yeah, 13. Finally got enough money. I got like a white ovation electric, a little PV amp. Couldn't figure out how to turn. How do you make that scratchy noise? The distortion. There was a knob you pulled <laughs> yeah. out. I had to bring it back to Music Unlimited. I mean, I knew nothing what was going on. Uh, the guys that played there were just awesome, and I wanted to mimic what they were doing. Had to have a whammy bar. All, I still use the whammy bar. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. I know it sounds silly. But, no, not at all. Yeah, but uh, the funny thing was, so getting to where, you know, starting the bands, mm -hmm. I had this, you know, there were some kids I was trying to start bands with. They couldn't, you know, they weren't organized. Dude, we were like 11 and 12, you know. I had this one friend. He's telling me he plays the drums. He's drawing me the picture of his drum set. This is that. So finally, I come running into school. Dude, I, bu I bought an electric guitar. I saved all my money. I turned 13. Have this guitar. Now, now we can start a band. So I go to his house. I get there. I'm like, let's see it. Like, we're going to see the drum set. We're Did he lie to you? He's like, oh, about that. <laughs> he doesn't have a drum set. But I have a Van I had the same thing happen he to goes, me, but, but you I can't keep going. He goes, but I have a Van Halen record that belongs to my older brother. This song's Ice Cream Man, which I can't stand that song. <laughs> I'm just like sitting there all, maybe that's why I don't like that song, because that was like what I heard right after this news was broken to me, that we're not going to start a band. Did he so, at least tell you he was grounded and the parents hid the drums? No, he just was like, sorry, dude. Dude, like something about my life is that, Do people tell me things and I don't think they get me? And then when I show up, they get, uh-oh, you were serious? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times this happened to me. But um, Or I look behind me and no one's standing behind me anymore after we were like, this is what we're going to do. And um, So what happened was, so the next year, Silver Lake Junior High, I was on a mission. I'm like, I'm starting a band. And this was my plan, and it worked. I'm going to find the kids. You remember back then, too. I know you guys were a little younger. Kids were still wearing Led Zeppelin shirts. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know they had come and gone, but. Yeah. And there was a lot of hard rock, classic rock that was still, you know, Kiss shirts. I said, I'm going to find, I'm going to just find the kids that, with the long hair that look like they're on the Bad News Bears or whatever. <laughs> and we're going to. And uh, I see these two girls, Led Zeppelin shirts, the whole thing, that you, leather jackets. I'm like, that's it right there. I just went right up to, uh, dude, I'm a shy kid. I'm socially awkward. I had no problem walking right up to these two. And I'm like, because well, the point being is four different towns went to this school, to Silver yeah, Lake. Yeah. So I knew, like, the pool was wide open now, right? And um, I said, who plays? Who plays guitar? Who's around here? Right there in that class, they go, that kid right there, who I kind of had a feeling about, he played guitar as well. We got some other kids. Weird thing was, the, two, the bass and the drummer, were from my town. So here I am looking for kids in all these other towns, and then we end up 
three out of the four of us are all from my town anyway. So it's like they were right there the whole time. Right. I just had to kind of find them. They were great ahead of me, so maybe it took me getting to the junior high. Right. And um, the weird thing was, uh, every time I go by that junior high in you know, 27 in Pembroke, it's mm-hmm. one floor, it's up the street from the high school in Kingston. Mm-hmm. I see that cafeteria, man. That's where we had the famous meeting, the meeting. <laughs> we all sat down, we're gonna do this, we're gonna practice. We're gonna practice at the drummers out, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they, go, they go, who's gonna be the singer? And I, I don't know why. I have no explanation for this. They go, Dan's gonna sing. I'm like, okay. And all I could <laughs> think of was, well, Paul Stanley from Kiss plays guitar and sings, so I'll just do what he does. There you go. And I did. Um, kind of a rock band. It was fun. We, we, you know, we that year we got a couple shows. First show I ever played was at the Lady of the Lake in Halifax, uh, wow. believe it or not, the church. Uh, the nun let us do it. She, they had a dance there. She let us play at the beginning. We did a few songs. Oh, that's it was funny. great. It was packed. The whole town was there. Um, she was so skeptical. And then a couple weeks later, she called us. They were having a carnival and asked if we'd play. Wow. I mean, she ended up liking it. Uh, so a nun gave me my, got my foot in the door. That's as right. As crazy as that sounds. <laughs> get, gave me my, and then uh, what happened was, man, I had like this other epiphany. Um, saw this, thrash metal band that was kind of from like Norton at a battle of the bands. They were high school kids, but they were really talented. Even though they were older than me, I could tell they were way too good for their age. Um, that was it. I, that was where I, I, I liked thrash metal, but that I understood it. I saw it live. Mm. And uh, they were unbelievable. And uh, so I come back. Now I'm writing these like really heavy, faster songs. The other guys weren't feeling it. That band broke up probably because of me wanting to play that stuff. Mm. And um, next year's eighth grade. That's when I put the band Adversary together. And uh, I won't mention names, but we talked about one of your cousins was kind of associated with us. We were all kind of practicing in Kingston down in Rocky Nook. Oh, okay. And uh, that's where that that band went from eighth grade all the way. We broke up a few weeks after high school. (laughs) And then you're talking about, I think you mentioned Seven Day Curse before we started this in, before we hit record. Well, uh, what happened was Seven Day Curse was I kicked everyone out of Adversary. We broke up. They didn't know I I was going to rebuild it. It was going to be the continuation of Adversary. No but sure. um, John Crawford's like, no, dude, we got something here. We're going to start a whole new band. And he had this yeah. vision. Yeah. He goes, dude, this is what we're going to do. Now, you've got to remember, man, in 1996, mm. this was a heavy concept. We're going to mix, like, hardcore, like, old school. We're talking, like, not what hardcore is now, but we're mm. going to mix, like, Gorilla Biscuits, yeah. Agnostic Front, Chromags with, like, Entombed in Cannibal Corpse, nice. and this is gonna be wild, and it's gonna work. Yeah, and um, it did. That, that was what happened. Yeah, That's what we gorgeous. did. Fuck yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. he the drummer. John was the drummer, That's right, okay. and he was the one that he was a good drummer. Yeah, he was awesome. He brought us all together. He um, dude, it was the weirdest thing. He um, me, him, and Bob Morse, who actually ended up getting kicked out. It was a whole. I love Bob, but he didn't really make the cut. But at first, it was just me, Bob, and John playing Bob's basement. And then one day, John's just like, everyone come to my house at this time and this day. And we're like, what? And we just, he just, we check this out. I got this plan. And we show up. He's got his drum set up. And Justin Reed from Rise Again is there with Pat McKenna from Rise Again. Justin was also in Seva with John Crawford. They're just there. John's like, okay, Dan and Bob, you know you guys are playing guitar. Pat's going to play bass. Justin's going to be the vocalist. This is going to be the band. He just had this vision. He goes, these are the people I need, blah, blah, blah. Bob ends up not me. You know, we, he, he left quickly. or We kicked him out, I'll be honest. Went to the Hanson Studios. 
So now, if you listen to our first demo, the song Obscuration was actually recorded for a compilation. It was recorded separately. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, we were, I was the only guitar player. That was the band right there. Me on guitar, Pat bass, John drums, Justin <coughs> vocals. Uh, Scott, who I went to high school with, came to hang out at a practice. Took a break, he asked if he could play my guitar. And he's playing, and the other guys are like, dude, <laughs> what is that? Like, can we ask him to join the band? And I was very protective of Scott. He was from Rentham. Mm. I'm like, dude, that's a long way, dude. He's, how is he going to drive out here? Scott was like, no, dude, please, please, dude, I want to join. And I was also, this is where John's genius came in. Scott was really into, like, Morbid Angel. He was metal, metal, metal. I was too, but he was even, yeah. there was nothing else. He was tunnel vision. And John <laughs> was like, even I was like, how is this going to fit into what we're... Because we're kind of going that kind of converged integrity metal route, like really could tell you we're mixing sounds. Where John's like, no, dude, we're going to create this whole other thing. This is going to work. And I'm like, okay. And we put him... It worked, dude. He, John saw that whole thing. I don't take credit for that. He was the one, the idea of mixing all those sounds that people have given us so all this credit for over the years. Hell like yeah. the metal core and this and that. Yeah. And... um. Another thing I want to say, too, there was always this debate who came first, also Shadows Fall. Yeah. I, I actually yeah. have the answer. Okay. It's, it's a weird story. I was going to bring them up. Well, Shadows Fall, I, I researched. They were a band about probably, I'd say, about five months before us. Okay. What happened was they were doing their thing. We were doing our thing. There was yeah. no crossover. They were not aware of us. We were not aware of them. We went out and played in a really bad snowstorm in Springfield. They were there. Whatever band showed up, whatever people. That's where they're from, right? Yes. Okay. They stopped playing. You know, we played, then they played, and at the end of the show, wow, we all walked up to each other. It was like, uh, you ever seen on the Brady Bunch? You ever like the Brady Bunch? Yeah, a little bit. You see the one with Peter Brady goes to school and there's another Peter Brady. No, it's absurd. Kid looks exactly like him. They're the same (laughs) friend. It was that. Like you look just like me. Well, you look just like me. Like we all were like. Dude, like, what, what's going on? Like, you play that style. We play this. We couldn't believe they were doing what we were doing. There we were was doing what they, like, that another band had had this idea to like mix all these sounds. Yeah. And um, we're like, dude, let's. I mean, the friendship started there. We let's play together more often, and we did. And then other metal core, whatever you want to call it, started coming along eventually. Yeah. The, the kill switch engages. The diecast. The, the, the Unearth, yeah. the Unearth, red chords, yeah. which some of them too, dude. It's like, are they really even crossover at that point? Are they just metal bands? I don't know. I don't think Unearth it matters. Unearth is pretty metal. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah, think it matters. Me. But but I'm saying like the this genre, this thing that they call Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say, you know, Seven Day Curse invented it. No, Shadows Fall invented. It. Who was the band? I mean, dude, the, the answer is the real answer is Converge and Overcast were doing it before we were. Yeah. And yeah, Converge and Overcast. Yeah, they, I mean, as far like as Massachusetts right? goes. Like, they were doing a way. I mean, that's the proper answer. We came yes. later. I got you. Um, but as far as the but shadows, but you guys don't sound anything alike, right? But with the shadows fall, the the big one is always the shadows fall. Seven eight curse. Yeah, comparison. definitely. Dude, we we need, we were living in two different universes. There's parallel universes, and then we just found out each other existed. Nobody was copying the other one. Wow. We both came up with it. A group of guys out there and a group of guys out here yeah. both came up with that idea to kind of mix it all together. And uh, that's, you know, so that's, that's um, how Seven Day Curse came along. Um, Seven Day Curse was only banned about three years. Yeah. Immediate, immediately after I was at all, in all these years, I was in Summit. Yep. Yep. Had some side projects upset. I played in DST for a while. Um, 
you know, I, for nine years I stopped playing. Yeah. Got back to get put Medjugorje together because I was having all these musical thoughts. Right at that time, Seven Day Curse wanted to reunite. Through Branch Davidian, I'm like, all right, I, I'm gonna finally do all these bands I've had in my imagination. That's why I'm in so many right now. Mm. And um, that's it. That's how it all. Usually, yeah. usually when I hear Seven Day Curse brought up, it is yeah. in it's within the context of if Seven Day Curse stuck around, they'd be as big as Shadows Fall. I've heard. Well, it's that our own so fault that we times. broke up. I, I've, I've. Dude, I mean, funny story about that. The last time I talked to Matt from Shadows Fall, they had just got their record deal. And he goes, hey, man, hang tight. We'll come for you next. And we broke up a couple weeks uh, later. Broke up a couple weeks later. Fuck. Yeah. Did you we, guys we were, played in, like, one-to-one and stuff, right? Yeah, we played a show there. We played at least once there. Okay. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. Oh, shit. Man. We didn't practice there. We played a show. You know what I'm saying? I just so. remember being so young, and one of my cousins, like, I was begging him to bring me there, right. and he wouldn't. Well, the, the, big, <laughs> the big shows we did around here was those Hanover, Hanover VFW shows. I mean, those were sold out. Like, kids were, like, standing outside looking in the window because they had, like, hit the capacity. So, um, and Eternal Sovereign, of course. Yeah. Good friends of ours. We're yeah. playing with them all the time. Um, you know, yeah. They, have they done any reunion type no, of No. Well, thing? Brian passed away, the guitar player. Oh, I don't know if you know. See, I, I know did, those I dudes because... That, yeah. Brian was a that band I was talking about in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Brian was our roadie. Wow. I go way, way back with these cats. Oh, way wow. back. You know, me and Charlie Medjugorje have known each other forever. I mean, these are, you know, th- these are people that people you see me associating with in bands, or even hanging out with friends, a high probability. Mm. You know, I keep friends for life. I've got friends that I've known since I was a toddler, since I was a baby. Um, that's just, you know, how I, you know, so the same with the musicians. I go back with a lot of these people, way back. People I play with. Is there, is there any, like, uh, would there be any Seven Day Curse reunions? Well, we, we did. I know you did. We did, yeah, but, yeah. Um, and some things happened. How, how did that go? It was, dude, this is the thing with Seven Day Curse. I feel like, I know it means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. But I, do when push comes to shove, we, we were a grain of sand in the ocean. I mean, I, I don't think there was ever the excitement around us. That there would be, you know, we said like overcast, like an overcast reunion. Yeah. We're just never on that level. We're a South Shore phenomenon, in my opinion. I mean, we're grateful for the people that liked us. Did we play out of state? Did we travel? I mean, we had distribution through a guy in Belgium. Yeah, we got around. People knew who we were. But end of the day, dude, we... we I imagine back then they would have ate that shit up over in Europe. They weren't, but I mean, who knows? We broke up. Dude, one yeah. of my we, bands yeah. is from yeah. 20 years ago is picking up in fucking Brazil. They're like, yeah, no, we want that yeah. copy. I and mean, I'm like, oh, God, I got to dig yeah. up all this shit. Yeah, yeah social victim. It's the internet. <laughs> internet is huge. I remember being Seven Day Curse fan, though, back in those days. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I think most people up in this studio now were. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot there we could have capitalized on, knowing now what I know about the scene. Mm. I think I, you know, I could have talked Scott out of leaving easily yeah like, dude listen i mean i remember the week we broke up one of the guys from relapse had was at one of our shows which ironically now i got two bands on a branch like side label of relapse which is ironic but uh at that time yeah. there was a guy checking us out we were booked to play we had to cancel a show in michigan and pennsylvania so we had broken through that wall now we're getting booked outside of new england mm-hmm. um you know yeah i, I think we would have been huge and all yeah. those bands that got on Ozfest and all that, yeah, I think we would have been right there with them. I have no doubt. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's, it happened for a reason, and we're here doing what we do. And uh, right now, I'm, you know, like, you know, Branch Davidian's traveling all. I mean, we've we got some huge shows coming up on the road. 
Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all good, dude. I'm here now. and It is all good, know. man. Branch yeah. Davidian is a rad band. Thank you. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really. Very I, tunnel vision sound, very hostile, very angry. That was, on, that was intentional. Perfect. You know, a lot yeah. of my, like, acrobatic guitar playing mixing, like, acoustic guitars with whammy bars and, like, you know, all these potions and everything. There's not a lot of that in Branch Davidian, and that's by design. I wanted it very just one emotion and straightforward. You know, that's intentional. And, yeah. And that's good. I needed a band that had that kind of emotion. And, so. and for those who don't know the origins of the name Branch yeah. Davidian, uh, you want me Dave to? Koresh. Yeah, yeah. If, if you wouldn't mind, well, hold up. A, yeah, Let's, it's 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 all stemming from something that um, I think even bigger because it's happening now is those motherfuckers in this crazy fucking idea were just trying to mind their own fucking business. Yeah, a lot of people. He, he has my take on it, and a lot of people are surprised when I say this. Two wrongs don't make a right. Right. I mean, should Dave Koresh of I mean, you had some pretty young girls in there. <laughs> you oh, know, let's be yeah, honest, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, That's one right. thing about cult leaders, I, I mean, man. the thing is, is like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's regardless. I mean, dude, you got to understand, you, you're dealing, they challenge the FBI. Now, you're de- dealing with a lot of ego there. Yeah. You're dealing with guys that are not used to backing down. Mm. Okay? So. They took it as a training thing. Yeah. And uh, they did. They really did. And um, that's, you know. I, I, you hear these agents and sheriffs and stuff that now feel bad about it. They're hot. Dude, I don't feel yeah. bad for those guys at all. You knew exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. If you feel now that your reaction was over the top, you kn- you knew that back then too. Yeah, totally. you know. So yeah, totally. where's the line? Like, yeah. you know, what? Yes, maybe. You know, maybe you had some legitimate reason mm. for research. Okay, but let's take Koresh out of the picture. Yeah. What about what about Ruby Ridge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there, there's so many examples of this stuff. It's insane. And it's yeah. like, okay, let's get the Dave Koresh thing off the table. I can give you example, example, example after example where, you know, um, you, um, you know, I and I also think, like, I mean, we're just living in a world now with over-the-top safety protocol in general. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, dude, how, like... Well, it's safety and security or dude, freedom, if, dude. If, if, if you... What what really gets me, which is just so wild, and I've noticed such a change. Did you notice how, if some type of calamity takes place, ten houses down the road from you, it is this knee jerk automatic, shut the road off on both sides. Yeah. Evacuate. Everything's evacuate now. Yeah. These oh yeah. Are, they these got are, protocols. These are concepts <laughs> that were not. I mean, these are newer concepts. Yeah. Everything is now mandatory. Eva- what does Marty Walsh say? Marty Walsh, who is threatening people for not wearing a mask, but then he can come down to the South Shore and who's not wearing a mask? Yeah. Marty Walsh, big surprise. Yeah, right. Rule, okay, rules so for thee, but not right, for me, right. So point thing. being is, Marty Walsh says shelter in, pl- in place, and the kids go, oh yeah, like we do in school, and then the child can teach the parent, oh shelter in pit. This is how we shelter in place. Right. We've got this terminology for it now. Shelter in place. I mean, dude, have you seen like they get these Christmas festivals and these holiday festivals now in all these different town centers? I don't even like going to them because it looks like a murder scene. You you got you got yellow tape on yeah. each side, like someone got murdered. In yep. orange cones, dude. What, who wants to go to like a Chris a holiday family uh, festival when you With you got murder everywhere. tape everywhere? Yeah, Fucking like tape, yeah. and dude, I'm again, man. Totally. Listen, dude, I want to say something. Like a lot of like people get like you know my 
police friends or whoever it is, they, they get so defensive. Like, we have to do this. We, dude, I'm not arguing nothing. I'm mm. sure you can come up with a great reason for anything. Well, and that, and they get double but time and a here's half the for deal. fucking details. If we're going <laughs> to we're, we're conduct ourselves like this, yeah. I, I, it's, I, I have the right to not participate. It's conditioning. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what you it's have, all You about. have the right not right. to be conditioned. Right. <laughs> and that's, you know, why I started with Waco. They were trying to just right. be self-sufficient. Right. And, yeah. you know, producing their yeah. own weapons to defend themselves. Right, 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 right. Still doing some fucked up shit in there, yeah, yeah. I'll admit. Yeah, but It sucks but, that it but always But was it worth to, what the FBI did to them? No. The ATF. Or no. ATF, whoever it was. No, it was absolutely birth, not. Yeah, it was the birth of right. the ATF. And right. there's a lot of, there's a lot, well, it was the first time I think a lot of people heard their name. Yeah. You know? Did you really know what the ATF was before that? I didn't. You know, that's a good training point. exercise. Good yeah, there you go. This is a yeah. breakout moment. Yeah. I, I love the name. I love the choice of name because it's a it's a it's a misunderstood right. thing. Well, I and, also and it was a brutal. Yeah, yeah and the name was um. I mean, like I said, I, like I told you before, like what is like the most hostile name I could think of? That's a hostile Grand name. Civilian. Yeah, you know, I could not think. I mean, man, when people hear that name, they're like. People yeah. who know what it is, they're like, whoa, wait, what'd you say it was? You know, they're like, wow, that's a loaded name. Like, so many of those people lose credibility like Dave Koresh because he was, you know, fucking little girls or younger yeah, that's, girls. that's that's the point of making. That, that's the yeah. shitty thing. Right, like, it's right. like, why, why? Because well, outside of that, everyone would have been on their fucking well, Kevin, like, side. Like, yeah, like I told you before, too, dude, a lot of people don't know. David Koresh did not create, I mean, that church was already there. Yeah. He just kind of joined it and became a leader in it. And the, the Branch Davidian Church yeah. still exists. That's right. Oh, still does it? Oh, yeah. I didn't know it's, that. Still, it's still out there. Yeah. You can find interviews with people that were in it in the compound and all that. But, um, yeah, man, that's um, – Yeah, I, I knew he kind of came up in it. Like, he joined it and then he yeah. became an influential right, right. guy. Well, I wonder if the existing members like your band – because they'll come up in the search. Um, I believe this. We well, I'll That's tell a good you something. Question, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you something that happens. I believe they're pro- someone's probably aware of us. Yeah. Um, we get a lot of um, people find us online that are like enthusiasts, like fans, or like interested in the history of it, yeah. and they come to our site not knowing we're a band. Like that we'll get sense. messages from people thinking we are the church or we are some type of tribute and we're like no dude we just explain to them this is it's a band dude it's probably playing a style of music you didn't even know existed thank just, you for the message but <laughs> you should like invite them into a show for free just yeah, for being yeah. in well i i I'm, name. I'm already gearing yeah. up i'm like man dude if we ever play texas we're going to that site and get our picture taken <laughs> you know um that would be great imagine if we played in waco texas how dude, fabulous would your that stage, be your stage name could have been danny koresh and people would yeah be like are you related yeah well i used to use that i used to use names like that all the time on mine <laughs> like dan koresh daniel koresh stuff like oh, that did you? so i've already yeah oh already, my god i've back, done it before back when <laughs> men in i have i have a secret instagram page that i use to just see what the band our bands are doing so i know that stuff's going up when i say put that flyer up Put it up because I'm gonna go check. Um, but I, I do. We'll just say I have Koresh Incorporated in, in my secret. Um, Dude, yeah. do you remember the verbal brawl park that used to be local bands fucking forums? Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember the message groups and all that yeah, stuff. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah. The message rooms. Yeah. 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 I, I had friends brutal. that used to do that, and I used to wa- watch them do it. But I, I didn't. You know, I, I, um, you know, who got me into social media was, um. Was uh, Mike Carson, believe it or not. Oh, did you know that? Yeah. No, he just I didn't. was like, dude, you've got to get on this thing because you've got to like get out there. And, and he like built a Facebook page for me and stuff. He was the reason that oh, no he shit. got me started on all that. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, now I got nothing. I mean, I'm really not anywhere online. But um, 
Mike Harrison. I see what people are doing. Guitar player in COA. Right. Yeah. He um he's just like animate. This guy is like 15 years ago. He's like, dude, don't listen to me. He worked at like some pizza place or a store or something. Oh yeah, he worked at Express. Yeah, he's like, sit down. He's like, sit down. This is what you're gonna do. (laughs) You are gonna this you password you type and like talking like I'm a caveman, right? Which he had to because I had no clue what he was talking about. And I'm like, okay, and it, it was good. It was a good. That's how I learned about all that stuff. Excellent, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. reminded me of the B9 board. I remember, like, the oh, B9 remember, board yeah. was, like, a big yeah. thing back then. Yeah. Is that what you meant by, like, message groups, Brian? No, I meant the forum. Like, the automata fucking forum. Like, yeah. The message like the board. Forums. Yeah. yeah, yeah, B9 message board. It was a message board for Bridgenot. Bridgenot. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that was a spectacle. Oh, my God. <laughs> People used to go there just to, like, watch, like, scene beef play out on yeah. the internet. Yeah, it was, like, the birth of... <laughs> Fucking all the hate, oh, the God. hate on the internet. It was just instant. Yep. Oh man. So what is uh what's Branch Davidian got going on right now? Um, we're getting ready to record again. Uh, we ha- the we're on horror. I just got us on horror pain God death. Exanguinations on that label. Wow. Another band that I'm in. Again, it's um it's a branch of relapse. What's that band? Exang- yeah. Exanguination. Okay. Yeah, I think we played that night in Hull with the Woods. They, that was another yeah. band. I had to play three yeah, times. That's that right, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. That's another band I'm in. It's the guys that were in Beyond the Six Seal. No shit. Yeah, it's it's Are the, you serious? Yeah, Brendan and Justin from Beyond the Six Seal. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, Justin writes everything. Um, they got us on that label, and then I was able to get Branch on the label. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to, first week of February, the album's got, we have till December. He likes to have two months to get ready yeah. to, for the release, so um. I told him we'll have it ready by like end of November first week December first something like that, mm. and then the album Branch Davidian album Division Era, um, we already have a guy in Indonesia made the cover for us. There's actually a variation of the cover is on the T-shirts we're selling right now, so you can see what the cover looks like. We I think we have it on our Instagram page or the Facebook page. Right um, so we've had the title and everything picked out. Um, we're gonna start recording. We got about three months to do it, and then it'll be out in February. It'll be a two-month waiting period. We'd like to get a video going with Kalbaneki. I gotta get him in for yeah. practice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got the only show we got booked right now, and this was intentional because we're trying to get the album done. We're p- opening for Pyrexia in New York. Wow. Uh, October first. That's awesome. So that's gonna be a big show. Hmm. Um, the owner of the club was actually Jeff from Punch the Clown. That's oh how really? I know him. We, he grew up actually up the street from me, so I knew him before he was even. And that's in New York, I, dude. I knew Punch the Clown. But yeah, yeah. He he moved down there. He always wanted to. No shit. Put a club together, and uh, he did it. And he, um, you know, I knew him. I remember the first incarnation of Punch the Clown before they were even Punch the Clown. That was they Kirk were pr- with Kirk, right? Before yeah. him. Before oh, him. Before Kirk. Jeff had two guys that just never made it in the version you knew about. Um, one night, you know, we had been going to Jeff's house. He's, he, was, he was a kid that was a lot older than me. Mm. Growing up, he was like the metal kid. I used to see him, you know, church or whatever. And, uh, he, you know, I'd see him around town. His younger sister was closer to my age. But uh, one night, me and Charlie and a bunch of our friends heard up, dude, we heard music coming out of the basement. We're like, what is that? Dude, we walked up to his house, knocked on the door and asked him. Cause we were a lot younger than him. Can we come in and listen? <laughs> and his mother's like, Jeff, some kids want to hear you. And we're like, hi. And uh, we sat down and, um, you know, they'd been practicing. We'd been checking it out. And Jeff, I get, was maybe aware of us. But again, there was a huge age difference there. And what happened was um, one night we were walking by and Derek was in the driveway, the singer from Hunts the Clown. And he's like, yeah, I got a studio in Rockland. We're moving everything out. 
and and they ditched the other two guys. They Jeff kind of went with this other thing that Derek had put together. And uh, they went yeah. up to, the, in, you know, a few months later, Adversary was up at the studio, too. The Shoe Lofts in Rockland. Yeah, 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 yeah the Rockland studio. And uh, that's so, yeah, I, I saw Punch the Clown before they were Punch the Clown. That's funny. And, um, that, you know, that whole, you know, a, a lot of those, there's so many bands mm. that, um, you know, uh, embrace today. Yeah. Uh, the Peacock Brothers. They were Black Belt before Dude, that. Well, right? I knew them before they were Black Belt. Oh, okay. I knew them even before that. They That's had a band it. called Kill Christ. An adversary used to play with them. Oh, they wow. And here's a funny thing. They came to me looking for um, a drummer. I hooked him up with Andy Vickery. I knew him. I'm like, dude, he, I know there's this kid. He might want to. <laughs> I gave him a couple names, and um, they went with Andy Vickery. So uh, uh, you're welcome, awesome. Embrace Today. <laughs> that, that was me that got them that. I don't know if they remember it or not, but I, I turned him on to Andy and I. He ended up in the band. He ended up being the drummer. Do I remember this correctly? It was like Black Belt kind of like went two different ways, reached the sky and embraced it. Yeah, they, they were uh, related. They right? ended, yeah, oh yeah. What was his name? Brendan, I think, the guitar player. Brandon Brendan. Not sure. He ended up in um, he ended up in, yeah, in, in uh, reached the, reach the sky. They both yeah. did some good shit though. Yeah, yeah. That band split in a few different directions. Yeah. 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 No yeah. kidding. I was just yeah. talking about Black Belt a few weeks ago because yeah. I was. I was straight edge when that came out, but right. if I'm not now, I never was. So yeah, I had that stick <laughs> on my hand, and I still am. Nah, man, yeah. fucking God bless you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Now you were you did a little traveling, like uh, doing kind of spoken word type yeah, I've of done stuff. A lot of stuff, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, I remember we, when I you probably pieced did, out. Probably did more more touring doing that over the year and other countries. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Band I, stuff, it's been more America for me. Yeah. But I'd like to get a band over there. I'd love to get on a festival or something like that. But you went over, over to Europe, Europe and like did some talking yeah. over there, Well, right? I've been there before, too, because my, my family's from Italy. I don't, I don't oh, know okay. if we've talked about this before. So I I'd think already, we might have. You know, we still have like you know houses over there and stuff. So I I'd, awesome. I'd been to Italy nice. before. I've um, been to Italy. Yeah, yeah. Where? where? Uh, they're from Isola Deliri. It, it's probably dude it's the same thing it's it's probably like 45 minutes 50 minutes drive south of rome nice dude yeah there's wow. a little there's like a famous waterfall there that, that's, that's awesome. how everybody knows it um like if you go there the souvenirs have the waterfall on the plates uh, and everything uh, yeah, it was yeah, weird yeah. dude because growing up <laughs> this this waterfall was always in my grandparents house this picture i finally i'm like wow there's the waterfall no I, wonder, I wonder how it is over there right now these days what do, what do you mean italy like, italy period in, in what respect like like the covid fucking and the monkey pox and the fucking dude all right you want to know what i think who runs that place dude right half now? my family lives over there and miraculously none of them died from the coronavirus now, how did that happen <laughs> that's great i grew up in one of the hottest hit states during the whole thing mm. and for some reason nobody i know died what i must be the luckiest guy on earth yeah Can you imagine yeah, right. italy and massachusetts the two nastiest places that got blasted yeah next to what maybe new york or whatever yeah and uh well we're waiting for someone to die. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. You know, so they're all right, dude. I'll let you know. They're fine. They're nice. fine. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Like, no, no. Like, it's all I good. appreciate your question, but I, and it's not directed at you. But yeah, they're, they're, uh, that's the answer. They're fine. They were fine before it happened. They're fine now. So, Sorry. So did, did you talk in Italy? You did some talking over no, there? No, no. That was all um, a lot in England, Scotland, Belgium. I think those are the three main places. Well, what were you, uh, what were you talking about over there? Stuff I because you could same talk stuff about. I say in Brand Davidian. Okay, it's Brand Davidian. Just you know, my YouTube channels, all that stuff is just the latest incarnation. I what happened was I discovered the like you know, 
wow, having a YouTube channel or whatever is this is a lot easier. It doesn't cost any money. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, I just uh, I still do all that. I just I found way cheaper ways to do that. How and is you, it? And you're aware of my YouTube channel. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, yeah. I put videos up there once in a while yep. too. Uh, yeah, you were posting. Form Voltron. For yeah, Form Voltron is yeah. the is the name of the channel. There's a, a picture of the Forefathers Monument in Plymouth. Um, you know, it's, my stuff's always been the same. Kind of. My my beliefs are the same now as they've always been. How how um, is the reception over there? Good. I mean, did people was there a decent turnout? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I would. You know, hitch on to shows that were kind of already happening. Yeah, you that's, were, that's so you were, you were speaking so, at there, shows. Yeah, so there's a built-in audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it, awesome. That's it was cool. always a big crowd because it was just something else always going on, some festival or whatever, you know. So If you were over there right now and you had a chance to talk about COVID and the vaccines and all that, yeah. what, what's the first What's the first words you would utter? Um, I know that's probably a hard question, kind of a dumb question, but... I know you could just go on about it. Well, how about the state of the world? Um, like, what's happening to our freedoms and fucking shit like that? You can go broader than the medical spectrum. I've always said the medical industry to watch out for them. I've said it for years. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm the king of, like, people get really emotional around me and upset because I'm saying things that are just, like... True. You know, it, it's... it's well, I, I was sick and... They took care of me, and I don't yeah. care what happened to you. I'm yeah. telling you what, what what I'm noticing. It becomes it's not a an thing, indictment yeah. of you. It becomes or what an emotional thing, yeah, right? People, like yeah. people get so just. It, it's like you know, hey man, I didn't insult Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sorry that you and all your guy friends that you drink with have a love affair with him. Okay, all I said was <laughs> I don't bow down to the guy. I didn't insult him. I didn't say I was going to beat him up. I just said I don't care. Yeah. And and now you're ready to like beat me up. Relax. Yeah. Do you know they went around? There was a news station that went around with they made Valentine's Day cards, and you could get like a Valentine's Day card from Tom Grady or Rob, Rob Ronkowski. And these grown men with wives and kids at home are like, "Well, I'd like a Valentine's Day from Tom Brady, dude. Do you have any self-respect whatsoever? <laughs> do you have any shred of self-respect left?" Wow. I mean, that's sickening. Yeah. Come on, dude. You just see stuff like that and I'm like, you know, dude, listen, th- these people owe you nothing. They're not from here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. They don't care. They about don't you care either. about you. They just don't. Yeah. They just Would you don't. say that athlete wor- worship is like celebrity worship? Yeah. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. And I got, listen, dude, I do my thing. I'm, I'm not trying to be anybody else. So like, uh, great. I think if someone has success, awesome. But I'm doing my, I'm me. Yeah. I don't got time, dude, to wear your jersey as if I'm like your girlfriend at the <laughs> high school sitting on the bleaches. I'm going to wear your number. I, sorry, dude. I, I know this is like, again, this is some vicious stuff I'm saying. I don't do it, dude. <laughs> it's not me. Dude, I don't you know are, you. I don't know you. I don't know the Bruins. I don't know the Red Sox. Yeah, they don't pay I don't know them. To quote a Bronx nothing, tale, they If they, they want to the get rent. up at 3.20 <laughs> in the morning to go to work and work in a 120-degree warehouse with me, Okay, let's talk. Mm. They don't do that. No. Okay, no. They're, they're hanging out at the pool with the supermodels. I'm not. I don't have that lifestyle. Idol worship. Okay, so, yeah. like, th- that's it. That's all I'm trying to say. I remember months ago, you and me were talking about the restaurants and the COVID, uh, the, you know, the mask yeah. mandates and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, I, I got a kick out of you, not because I think 
not, because I respect what you're saying. You're always unapologetically you, and I think it's brilliant. And uh, you glad you, someone appreciates. Well, dude, you stand yeah. for what you stand for, yeah. and I respect. It's that. It's a lonely road, just letting you know. But go on with what no, you're saying. No, yeah, I, I understand. It's a lonely, yeah. lonely road. Even and, if, and be ready, be ready. Someone might want to fist fight you. Yeah. Even when you're minding your own business, I've had it come close many, many times. Well, you could you could probably handle yourself pretty I, well. I, man. I don't know, dude. I, I <laughs> depends on the mood I'm in. But go on. What were you saying about the mandates? No, well, that? I just I, I you made a you made some strong points, they're very yeah. logical points, and that I always I, that's what I respect about you, man. You 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 just speak logically. It makes sense in a world right now that is not making sense. So when we were talking yeah. about entering restaurants wearing a mask, Kevin, and, Kevin, yeah, people are furious at me, and this is yeah. why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm not criticizing you. I'm not saying this is again. People think it's an indictment of them and their beliefs and their fears. I'm asking a question. You had a governor go on TV every day for a year and a half and tell you there's this disease ripping through the state. This is the scariest thing that's ever. This is the worst thing that could ever happen to us. Yeah, that's what they were but, telling us. Yeah, but for some reason, <laughs> they don't have it at the takeout sub shop. Yeah. You can go in there. Yeah. For some reason, when you sit <laughs> in a restaurant, you can take the mask off, and it sees the Applebee's sign, and it it knows not to attack. <laughs> it runs in the other direction, dude. I told you my down. Do you want to hear the downtown Plymouth story? Because yes. that's the big one everyone asked for. Yeah. I took a walk down there. They go, all right, we're gonna have masks. You're gonna wear it outside. So I went down there with no mask. I go. I got to see this freak show for myself. I got to see this. And it did not disappoint. I went down there, and I'm looking around. And I'm like, I, I, this, again, keep in mind, through the whole coronavirus, you understand I'm the one who's insane. You understand that. <laughs> I'm the one that is like, has lost my mind, right? Of course. Yeah. I go down there, and I'm looking around, and I see lines everywhere going into the restaurants in downtown Plymouth. These lines are 30 to 40 people deep. Everyone's got their face bandaged up like a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Buffoonery. Why do I say you're a bunch of clowns? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I don't respect you. This is why I don't respect you. I look in the glass. I look in each restaurant. On the other side of that glass, in the restaurant, when they get inside, there's 70 to 80 people shoulder to shoulder <laughs> with their masks off because Charlie Baker says you can take it off when you're eating and nothing will happen to you. How on earth can you preach science and, and buy that? Don't you think yeah. there's a big, big problem yeah. when you've got certain circumstances? You go, I told you about, you know, I knew this one person, and I, f I felt bad for her. She, you know, face is looks like a mummy, right? Mm -hmm. She's scared. She's got her mask on and all this stuff, the football helmet on. And then, like, <laughs> at, people would say, isn't it funny? <laughs> if she's eating... You can stand next to her. You yeah. can put your arm around her. She's not scared. As soon as she's done with the food, she right, puts it back on. And everyone's like, what, what's going on with that? That's so confusing. I go, no, it's not. It's very easy to understand. For almost two years, at 12 o'clock every day, there was a press conference where Charlie Baker went on TV and told her, when you're eating, you won't catch anything. Yeah. That's what he told her. Yeah. And she believes it. Now, and where do you want to go with, Kevin, I have a list. It goes on and on. Yeah. I can name names, leaders, mm -hmm. politicians, yeah. medical officials, celebrities, whatever a medical official is. Right. Celebrities. Yeah, well celebrities <laughs> who over and over 
and over again, not wearing a mask, yeah. having uh, Karen Polito right in the state, yeah. having a big potty. Yeah. I remember. You are not to gather. You will get killed. You will kill grandma. And she's having, and she's laughing, yeah. and they're giggling about it. Yeah. Marty Walsh threatening people, and he comes down. I'm Marty. I'm, we, we vote you in and his family. I'm Marty. And then he comes down to hang him. Yeah. No mask. No mask. Was that at a wedding? Yep, it was yeah. at a wedding in Hingham. I remember that. Oh, how about uh, how about Robert Sullivan over in Brockton? This yeah. scumbag, <laughs> buck dance and shoe polishing idiot, threatening people, yeah. doing a buck dance and selling Kit Kats on the side of the road, telling people he's gonna send the police to their house. Uh, and then he goes on ATD every day and they give they give him a platform, yeah. threatening people. This is what we're gonna do to you if you come right. Can you imagine doing that to people? They got people over there still terrified wearing masks in that town because because of people like him. Yeah, and he's doing it for a vote. It's sad. You know, I had girl, I, I had people come up to me straight up, dude. I I got my views of all politics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like some things that are right wing, some things that are left wing. Yep. Well, some, yeah. That's... Some things I don't like that are right wing and left wing. That's I'm, an I'm interesting mix. thing, man. Because okay. like when you talk, when when you talk the way you're talking yeah, right now, right. People do assume you, like right. Dan, right. you are like right. conservative. They can. And they I, assume I've a known, lot of things. I've known you as a progressive. Right. right. In my they whole they life. assume a lot of things. Yeah. But what I was gonna say was um, <laughs> was uh. You know, I had people come up to me straight up. It's really, funny how really, that works. Well, really left-wing people go, yep. listen, I know this coronavirus thing's a big joke. I know it's a bunch of nonsense, but if it gets rid of Donald Trump, I'm willing to do it. What You're willing to sell your soul like that? Yeah. You're willing to sell your soul for a politician that has term limits is, is going to have to leave at some point anyway. Yeah. Yep. Right? Come on, dude. And it is not my job. It is not my job to faci- give up two years of my life to facilitate Charlie Baker's uh, gripe with the Republicans. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even though he is Republican, whatever he is, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm insulted. I'm disgusted. It's like I was listening to a show the other day, one of the talk shows. The guy goes, they took two years of your life, and what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Oh, now, 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 now the Center for Disease Control says mm. the kids don't have to quarantine. Mm. They don't have to wear a mask. If you didn't get a shot, you don't have to shun yourself from society and be a lefa. A yep. lefa. You don't have to do I that now. That. In those yeah. two years that were gone, oops, oops <laughs> sorry. Yeah, right. Dude, people need to go to jail for that. Yeah. How about these people that weren't they like fathers that didn't get to see their babies born? Yeah. I heard about that, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, say yeah, you yeah, add yeah, up was... every father in this state that yep. couldn't see their baby born and it, that, to add them all up, whatever it is. 180 to whatever it is, a day in for each one of those babies, Baker does a day in jail. I mean that dude. He needs to do jail time. Yeah. For Accountability. What he did. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely he, needs to be held. He's not losing an ounce sure. of sleep over any of this. No, no. Oh. It, it's pathetic. The whole thing's been pathetic. I remember I remember seeing Biden on television yeah. saying, if you get the vaccine, and he was saying it so matter of factly, right, right. like, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Right, right. Like, that's what he was saying. If you have COVID and yeah. you take the vaccine, you will get rid Kevin. of COVID. Like, are you fucking This goes, me, see, here's the other thing with me where I talk it about It even my, goes back to Trump, well, though. When my beliefs are always the same. These beliefs I had about all this stuff yeah. long before the coronavirus. Yeah. By the way, I ref- you'll notice I will not say COVID. Yeah, fair enough. They, they changed <laughs> it from coronavirus to COVID. We're yeah. going to give it like a Decepticon Transformer name to scare people even more. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not doing it. It's a yeah. coronavirus. The other problem with coronaviruses is there's many coronaviruses. So that's like another reason I believe yeah. they kind of like switched out the name. But yeah. what I was going to say is, Kevin, I'm not against vaccines. Right. People are like, he's an anti-vaxxer. No, I'm no, not. No, right. Stop right. it. That's another Stop thing. Stop speaking on my behalf, right? Yeah, yeah. I have had these beliefs for years. I've had this whole theory about all this, 
for a long time, and it's as this. And you can even see the very first Medjugorje demo, right? Um, we have a song called Goddessil, which was about girls being forced to get the Goddessil vaccine when they're 12, mm. and they can only catch it through sexual activity. So what do they need it for? Right. Okay, and people are getting sick from it. So we've always kind of been addressing this. Here's my whole thing, <laughs> right? I'm not against vaccines. I'm not against medication. My problem is we are using, we're relying too much on vaccines and medication. We're using it as a crutch. And when I noticed, when I started getting nervous was when the flu vaccine came out. Reason being was this. Suddenly, the flu was elevated to this thing that's going to kill you. Now, has the flu always been deadly? Yeah. But, dude, no offense. There are things in third world countries that we, like sniffles we get, that we think nothing of that will kill you over there because yeah. the kids have, they have nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, anything can kill you, uh -huh. theoretically. Um, but what I noticed was I said with the flu, okay, now we're talking about little kids dying from the flu. Excuse me, can you name one kid in your kindergarten that died from the flu? No. I got the flu so many times. Yeah. And then people change the story. I got in this big argument with a family member. Who's like, well, that wasn't really the flu you had. Oh, will you stop it? Every time. Now I didn't have the flu. Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Now we're going to say it wasn't the flu to fit this whole thing, right? The flu was something you might get. You yeah. roughed it out. Yep. Chicken pox. Yep. So now what I noticed was you're getting these vaccines for chicken pox for the flu. I said, dude, we're going down a bad path. Yeah. Because we're taking these illnesses that before you got it and you just stayed home and whatever – and now we're in order to, you have to make people think they're going to die from it to get them to get that vaccine. Yeah. And I said, dude, if you're going to get a vaccine yeah. now for the flu and for chickenpox, dude, you're going to have no immune system left. You do not need a flu vaccine. We got the flu all the time. It wasn't a big deal. Mm. And now it's suddenly this big, scary thing. And like with the medications, man, it's like, dude, I, you know, I worked at the Pembroke Hospital years ago. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of fun there. I liked it. This, a bunch of the seven-day curse guys worked there and guys associated with that band. And the, the criteria was we need people to break up fights. That was it. They, you, I got hired in case a fight broke up. That was just, and I ended up becoming a counselor, and I liked it a lot. And um, you know, I connected with the kids. No surprise there. I mean, I felt like I was looking at myself at that yeah. age. So I, I get along with a lot of kids. And um, one of the things was I took a lot of the kids to the hospital. I, you had to have like this special uh, license for like the, the van or the station wagon. So I would, if someone had to go to a doctor's appointment or whatever, I would take them. Another thing that would happen was if they were sick enough that the ambulance came, I had to go protect the ambulance drivers <laughs> so the case the kid flipped out. So I'd like sit in the back, <laughs> like, you know, the security guy, whatever. So I, I, there was only a couple people that had this specific job, and I, I did that. I liked it a lot. I only left because they, they got new ownership and the schedule didn't jive with my, my uh, morning band. Uh, band job that the hours weren't you know they didn't coincide so I had to leave but um anyway what I noticed was I'm like dude these kids are getting a paper cut and the nurse is like MRI 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 it's like dude they're getting an x-ray over everything I stopped going to the dentist years ago yeah. I said please stop putting radiation on my skull mm. they go oh we only do it it's not that much radiation I go yes ma'am but you're doing it twice a year it's so in 10 incentive, years, it just happened yeah. 20 times. It's right? Like, it's like a financial incentive, yeah. right? Yeah. So then they get these kids going through the, the MRI, the, the 
the NMRI, which from my understanding, there used to be an N at the beginning because it was the nuclear was at the beginning, but they took it out because it freaked people out. Okay. Right. I okay. did some research on that. That makes so sense. So the X-rays, the NMRI, all this stuff, and then it's like, you know, they're getting all this radiation over nothing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I I broke my toe. The helicopter. That's the other thing. The helicopter comes out. Jeez. Get the helicopter. Block off the road. I'm not saying. I mean, I mean I'm. I'm not saying that happened at the yeah, hospital, I but it's like every, yeah, yeah. everything's a helicopter now, right? And so um, these are just observations about, you know, with the protocol and the over-the-top and, um, you know, the evacuations and the this and the that and the blocking off the road and you can't go into your own neighborhood because a tree fell in someone's house 10 houses down from you, right? Yeah. It's too much. So yeah. um, uh, the thing I noticed was... The buses have to stop at every Right, right. So, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, that now too. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, you've got this line of kids waiting for their medication. And you talk to the dude, kids. Dude, that's scary. But, but I, Kevin, I'm writing he, a book here's what happened, that. Kevin. Yeah. I'd be like, what, what happened? What's wrong? I'm depressed. I need medication. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? My grandmother died. Right. Jesus. Well, yeah. That happens. Right, but, but Kevin, <laughs> because you're sad that somebody died, that doesn't mean you have a chemical imbalance. Right. It's like right. things are happening in their lives that would cause anyone to be sad, mm -hmm. and now it's an automatic where you need medication. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, now, and now, I mean, I truly believe there's a connection with, you know, these, when I was a little kid, it's like, what's a peanut allergy? What is that? Now, you got rooms where you can't even look at a peanut, or they, or they, they get a reaction. Yeah. Come on, dude, what are we doing? What are we doing to these kids? Doing it for so long, man. I, I noticed mm. that when I was in fifth grade, every lunchtime they would come over the uh, intercom yeah. and they'd call like a dozen. For the kids for the medication. Yeah, yeah, and there'd be a line of people waiting to get their Adderall, their yeah. Ritalin, their whatever. They tried that on me when I was a kid. I, I, I Luckily, I was given the choice. I'm like, I don't do that stuff. Sounds scary. I'm yeah. Upset. Yeah. You know, because I. Because what, meth? No, yeah. no, because I, I had an imagination when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, well, it kind of I, is. I, 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 my brain worked. I thought thoughts that were not the average thing, and so, well, he must mean Ritalin. Yeah. Dude, if you put me on Ritalin, there'd be no, you're sitting there saying, oh, dude. this band, that band, your guitar playing, that's all gone, dude, if they subdue me. Yeah. Turn me into a zombie. Yeah. So, you know? And that's what they want. They want the quiet classrooms right. and right. just the, you know. Listen, right. it's not. It's never because they're bored. It's because right. they have ADHD or right, ADD right, or right, whatever. Right. Dude, how about school stupid and I didn't like it? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That doesn't mean I need medication. Uh, yeah. How about my teacher is boring as fuck? Right. Right. <laughs> okay. How about you know as a kid you're never gonna need advanced trigonometry. You know that, and they tell you you do. You know what's great too is all these parents are questioning the schools now. I think that's fantastic. It is. Yeah, there's you a know. big movement of that. You know. Well, it's a Prussian. It's, it's, it's a it's, Prussian system. Dude, it goes I back think, to like pre-Nazi right. era right. shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I think it was for military people. Right. It was for fucking soldiers. Right. And I think I think um, Pink Floyd had it right too. That song "Brick in the Wall." I mean, it it's, yeah. it describes it. But you just you're part of the machine. That's yeah. what it is. I Roger think they, Waters is a big yeah. voice now. Right, yeah. And you know, if you turn the American flag 90 degrees, fucking prison bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, you're not wrong. Painted blood with the red, the red with the blood <laughs> of the innocent. The yeah. fucking free thinkers and truth seekers. 
I heard that in a Wu Tang song once. I forget what one it was. Rizzo goes, "Let me break down the flag," and he says oh, that all the shit, stuff that really? yeah that you that you <laughs> no just said. fucking hey, yeah. hey fucking Rizzo, get at us. Tell us yeah. what's up. Shout out Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll video call you in. Yeah. <laughs> were you into them? Were you into hip hop and everything? You've Dude, been in everything. I love. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, you've everything. Really gone pretty deep on everything. Some music. All dude, um, like I said, I horrify people. Yeah. Like with some of my musical, um, same, I, <laughs> same. Dude, you know who I'm in? I can't even tell you who I'm in. Yeah, you people can. People think I'm I'm out of my f- mind. You are. Do it. <laughs> you know who the cow sills are? The who? The cow sills. I don't think so. I love flower girl. Oh, okay. okay. I thought yeah, that was I like the Beach right? Boys. Yeah. I, sound, you know something funny? It sounds like sounds Beach very Boys. Beach Boys. Yeah. yeah. Very Beach Boys esque. Do you know where they're from? Where? From Rhode Island. Oh, no shit. Uh, and the Partridge family was modeled after them. Oh, right? wow. And I'll tell you another funny story about them. When you hear that song, Hair, Hair, Beautiful, Hair, nah, 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 yeah, yeah. From the play, yeah. the version you're hearing is probably them. They did a version of it, and that's usually what you're hearing, as I've recently discovered. No but kidding. I'm, Kevin, I'm telling you, dude, dude, listen, man. This is your show. This is your agenda. They're right up the road in Rhode Island, dude. And we don't have they, an agenda. They do not <laughs> seem like they're that hard to get in touch with. Uh, man, if, like, I'd love fantastic. to pick their brains up. Because you know the thing I want to ask Okay, them, how about this? If we what? do that, if we can successfully get them here, yeah. you're here, too. Can I help with the interview? Yeah. yeah. Hell Wait, who are you talking you. about? The Kyle Sills. Oh. They're from, oh, a few yeah. of them are still touring. Yeah, and okay. I, But the thing that what I really want to pick their brain about, what I find so fascinating, and I don't know if you've ever caught on to this, if you look back in the 60s, those big, like, Ed Sullivan shows and the variety shows and all that, if you watch any of those performances, say, with, like, the Turtles... Or mm-hmm. like you know the association. Mm-hmm. Never my love. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Da, 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 da. Right. All that stuff, dude. If you watch, now if you watch the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, they were playing live. Suddenly there's a switch by the eight, late sixties, where if you watch, say those turt like so happy together, like they've got those like, dude, they're playing to some type of a backing track. And I'm fascinated with because mm. you hear the guy sing, you know he's singing, dude. Yeah. He's definitely singing, but the instruments in the background are pristine. <laughs> and then you hear it's one of these things where you like, yeah, no, but the, the hands are like, going. <laughs> and then you hear him like strings <laughs> and symphonies and stuff, and yeah. you're like, all right, no one's playing. And then yeah. you look really close, you're like, those guitars don't look like they're plugged in, right? <laughs> so I love. Now they went on a bunch of those shows. Interesting. That's the thing I'm dying to pick their brain about. When you went on those variety shows, like Ed Sullivan, like what did you? Because, like, were you lip syncing? Were you singing? Were you singing with like a backing track? Were you actually playing? Yeah. I gotta. I feel they're the they're the my. They're the um. Most likely avenue to getting an answer from that because I've asked a lot of sound guys and technicians and like the Joe Clap types. Yeah. Dude, no one's got an answer for me that they really don't know. Really. And I'm like, dude, I know they're singing, but it also sounds almost like it's a, perfect. Like a karaoke thing. I know exactly like, what you're like, talking and, about. And I'm, I'm dying to know what the setup and the preparation and how they recorded those. And I, and I think those those cats would know. You know, you um, might be on to something. Yeah. So that's something I'd really like to. I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Definitely. watch those the performances. Are perfect. Yeah, you can Everything hear. Is, it's like at, they're pre-mixed right. before they're broadcasted. Any, yeah. Anytime yeah. The, the Turtles is the best example. Anytime they did, they did Happy Together on like three different variety shows. Uh, dude, watch those performances. Well, here's the, the thing: the singer's singing, but the band's 
not it, yeah. it's weird but what yeah, are you gonna he, say yeah here's the thing too um yeah. you know you record in front of a live studio audience like there's going to be like several takes if you fu- if you that mess too. up yeah so maybe yeah. it's like if they're playing live right. and you're a guest on that show right it's like an all-day event but yeah but the other thing too is like i said what changed from like because if you're watching Jimi hendrix the beatles the stones those guys were really playing yeah and they play that was live all front to back and then all of a sudden there was this switch and mm. I, you know tv maybe um, yeah, but it was the same shows though. Like I'm wondering what, why they suddenly corporate. went over to this like karaoke thing. Corporate control, you know? money. Yeah, they probably zeroed in knows. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, we see anyway. the you see that a lot throughout the years. Yeah. They try to get away with it, and sometimes they get caught. Like yeah. Millie Vanilli, yeah. I don't, I don't think that was an isolated incident. No, I think they do not. that all the yeah. time. Yeah. You know, and then when they get caught, they just fucking right. And unfortunately, I mean, that guy, one of those guys, ended up committing suicide. It bothered him so bad. Oh no, you know that, right? Oh yeah, one of them killed him, and they they stem it back from that. He just Uh, felt like a failure his whole life. I think it was bad. And you know what? It probably wasn't even his fault. And dude, you know the weird thing? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Oh, they put him up to. Dude, have you ever seen the story? They were like begging these people not to do this. The producers, they're like, dude. And I'll tell you something messed up. I remember when I was a kid. I'm like, something about their facial features. The voices coming out, like they fa- they look like they probably sound like that if they really sang. Yeah. Arsenio Hall had them on his show after that it all happened. Yeah. They went on and sang, dude, they sounded like that on the album. Like it was almost like they purposely somehow picked voices that would really sound like them. Because when you'd hear them talk in interviews and stuff, I'm like, dude, I know that's not them, but God, it looks like. I don't doubt When that. I hear them talk, it sounds like they could sing that way. You know, so but yeah, that's sad, man. That the poor guy. I, how long ago was that? That he killed himself? Yeah. Oh God, at least fifteen years ago. Oh I'd really? Say. Oh easily. Oh, they wow. did like a behind the music thing, and then a couple years later, that you know that happened. No and shit. they say, from what I remember, he, it stemmed from that. He just never got over that. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. doubt that, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shit, that was the end for yeah. them. Well, I even remember new new kids on the block. Yeah. Where, where I remember, um, they were lip syncing a lot towards the end. Okay. And. Uh, and you had to. It. You know how fucking much breathing is involved yeah. with like yeah. that yeah, dancing. I'm not knocking, <laughs> I'm not knocking anybody. Yeah. I'm just saying what it, I, I don't. You know, I can say something and not be insulting somebody. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is just, a fact. Yeah. I'm not making fun of new kids on the block. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they were known to lip sync towards the end. Sorry, I'm not in the group. I don't know why they did <laughs> well, it. Well, now we have to fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people are like that. I know. You know? I know so, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I look, and now we have to fight. I guess we're fighting. <laughs> yeah. you know? I guess we're fighting. Dude. That's the, the hills we die on, man. Yeah. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Well put. <laughs> yeah. Well put, man. Jesus. Yeah. That. That's. It's insane. It, it's insane how much like corporate. I. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but it's yeah. insane how much cor- corporate greed goes into something so artistic and, and well, just takes it over because yeah. you know they zero in on a demographic that they can make the money off of right and they just control every facet right. of it. well that, that was my huge issue like I am um, everyone goes you know when they talk about Metallica they go yeah everything after the black album I'm like what are you talking about dude I, I, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't hip to the black album <laughs> like I and I'm not saying it was bad yeah I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah, that bummed a lot I'm of not hardcore saying, fans back then. I'm not saying their I albums. I liked it when I was eight. I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying their albums after that were bad either. Yeah. What I'm saying is this. The first, the you first four albums. I wouldn't even say Kill Em All is kind of like a street punk album in my opinion. Yeah. But Ride the Lightning, Master Puppets, and Justice Fall. Oh, yeah. With thrash metal Fuck masterpieces. Yeah. I still, so, uh, well, Lars fucking, I pick out 
so much of what Lars could have done if I fucking drummed for him. Yeah, we always you, you he always messes up that, so much stuff that fucking like should be in place but isn't, and it, it's it's fucking something I could point out if I fucking brought out the pieces of music. But no, um, like, but you know um, what? I always I always ends of sanity, like the fucking core, like the the parts where he's singing. It's like, and he's not playing that. He's playing something totally fucking different and fucking wrong. I, I just I, had to get that you, out. You can do that literally. I'm not just saying this to disagree, but, like, I've had this conversation a few times recently. Like, you can do that literally with any song you listen to. You listen to something that you like, and you're like, well, I would do this different there, and I would do – I would have done this there. Like, you can do that with anything. He plays the, it wrong. The, the difference Dude. is – they did it like they Lies. wrote Kevin. it Lies. you know what he I mean you know the, like it only exists because they wrote it you know the song Take On Me by AHA of course you know yeah yeah right? I love that song you know you know what's the name Real Big Fish the Scott band yes that that's yeah. a good if cover you listen I'm to not that, even a fan of Scott right. and I like that but cover but dude here's the funny thing what they did was they like reversed where the breakdown is. Yes. If you listen, they yep. did it backwards. Yep. Dude, for years I would listen to Aha and I was like, dude, what if That's they what did they it the other way around? And yeah. then they ended up doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like I had that idea like ten years before that song. But came you would have never you had know? that idea right. if they didn't but do I, it. But I'm saying like a lot of people do stuff like that. You yeah, know, and totally, there was an totally. example where I had an idea and then a band went out and did it. I was like, Wow, that's pretty cool. Like I was kinda thinking that. You Are know? you saying yeah. I should write a Metallica cover album? What I'm saying is what I'm saying is the entire ska scene owes me a royalty check. Shit, that see me. But, but, I but, back uh, that. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> Kevin, what I was going to say was back to Metallica for a second. You know, here I am, 11 years old, 12 years old, and, you know, Injustice for All is really happening. So now the Black Album's coming. Now, this is my first time, because I was so young, I'm going to witness the dawn of a new Metallica album. I'm waiting for this thrash metal masterpiece. Yeah. And instead, I got Enter Sandman. I'm like, and dude, I'm not saying the album's, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying what they did after that was bad. What I'm saying is this. Dude, they strategically went from eight-minute, nine-minute songs yeah. with, like, song structures that were, like, A, B, C, D, F, A, B, A, C, T, right? Definitely. Now we're going to do A, B, A, B, little guitar solo in the middle. Yeah. And then back to B again and fade out. <laughs> dude, that was so strategic. The country like, music like, structure. We're Metallica. We do yeah. what we want. No, you're not, dude. You, yeah. you, you structured those songs to fit radio format. And they were, yeah, they were again, told. They were told. Like, like I've been saying this whole interview, <laughs> I'm not insulting you. It's your band. You can do whatever you want. I'm just telling you what you did. It I say it. Okay? Yeah, and you're not yeah. going <laughs> to like change my mind on that. And they've done some really <laughs> shitty things. So I say off to Never Never Land with them. Oh, yeah, you hate them. I don't hate anybody. But you're but done with you're done with them. Um, I didn't. Just think the more you learn about people, especially yeah. famous people, yeah. you realize that they're flawed way the fuck you know more than never you Never be and a me. heroes type of thing. They, get, they got more room to do shitty things than you and I, man. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, absolutely. you know something funny on you're right. Injustice, <laughs> excuse me, injustice for all. Um, that that line. I can't believe, I can't believe the price you paid, right? Dude, that's what I think of, like, what I think of what's going on in politics right now. Like, when friends said to me, I'm sure the coronavirus is a joke. It's not, it's whatever. But if it gets rid of Trump, like, and I sit there, I can't believe the price you'll pay. What happened to the anarchist punks that used to... You know, yeah. go to Seattle and protest and lock arms with the with the right wing militiamen yeah. because they all knew they had the same enemy. 
I, lo I look at anarchist punks around me and I'm like, dude, what are you guys? They're protesting. They're yelling about the government. I go, dude, in this state, they're bootleggers. You are the well, government. Yeah, you're, 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 the yeah. government is siding with you. I agree. You're being given everything you want. What, what's yeah. your gripe? What are you protesting? Yeah. You've become the you've become the henchman for the government. Yeah. So what? This, what's the problem? It's a great point. Yeah. I don't understand it. I really, I yeah. We have a lot of friends too that like you know they bend the knee and and this whole time. Yeah, I even have I, I and I and I don't hate them for it. I, again, like we we separate, you know, right. friends from opinion, whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. But I I know people that you know did the, it, dude. It's the highest form of virtue signaling when you put up a profile picture that says I got my COVID nineteen yeah, uh, Ukrainian flag, yo. Like, the Ukrainian flag right, right, thing. Right. Like, dude, come on. Kevin, I'm lucky I didn't get arrested with a coronavirus. <laughs> you know some of the things that happen, like just well, you refuse to wear a mask in places. Well, what I, I did that, was right? I wore no mask. You're a fucking sandy I, now, corner coffee what I shop did was, rebel. <laughs> well, what I did was I kind of um, Nick Matthews helped me. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't feel like getting arrested today. Could you go into the store for me? He used to, he can attest to this. You can ask him about this. He was like working at Target or something, dude. I used to give him grocery lists. I'm like, dude, I can't because you gotta gear up, dude. Like you gotta be ready for a fight yeah. if you're gonna disobey this stuff. That's how much pressure was coming down. Mm -hmm. What I pretty much did was, I stayed out of society. I didn't leave much, not because I was afraid of the coronavirus. I didn't want to. What I did was, I stayed away from stores. If I really needed certain things, I had friends like Nick get me stuff. And then if I absolutely had to go into a store, I had the same routine every time, dude. I'd, I'd put on like a hat, sunglasses, a big scot, like to kind of look like maybe I was Care. doing something. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I, would, I would go in like the secret was. I wish was I saw that. Go into, go into the grocery store 20 minutes before it closes. Where they don't care and they just want to get out yeah, of Yeah, that's smart. They're not going to harass you for not wearing a mask. Good thinking. Um, I just did a lot of that type of stuff. And, um, you know, the big one was Ross from Branch Davidian back to downtown Plymouth. He's walking down, and there are people with coats. They are COVID ambassadors. They're here to educate you and tell, and tell you to wear your mask outside. Dude, he hears a guy go, sir, sir, because Ross didn't have a mask on. Ross turns around. He had a drink in his hand. Get out of here. Well, and we all know if you're eating, drinking, yeah, consuming, you don't, you don't have to wear it. You don't get, it does, the virus doesn't attack. The guy sees that Ross has a cup in his hand. He goes, oh, sorry, sir, oh sorry, like backs up. I'm like, dude, can this get any more juvenile? Logic just gets I'll fucking lost thing. on everybody. Hey, hey, I'll tell you another thing I saw. <laughs> just carry cups around. I yeah. saw a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, right, no shit. I saw a lot of times gatherings, events, whatever. Yeah. When people would come in, certain people I'd see around, I saw it a bunch of times, a lot of times. They come in with a mask on. It's like, okay. Everyone saw me with it on. They see that I care, and then they take it off for the rest of the event, the rest of the night. They don't wear it anymore. <laughs> Everyone saw what side of the law I'm on. Yeah. Okay, go get them. Totally. Yeah. Dude, you There's know There's no leash around your throat, man. Absolutely not. You know what's fucking aggravating? Yeah. What? Certain people will hear this podcast, and yeah. they will shut it off, right? When we start talking politics. I'm going to get COVID. hate mail. Like I dude, always the do. thing that fucking sucks right. about that, though, like yeah. everyone is tired of it and I'm using air quotes for people that aren't watching us on the video I don't care that, that they're tied for it they signed up for it you can't do right, signed up for this right now yeah. with people being like oh I'm tired of hearing about it I want to move on it's like no then, then fuck don't face. then like, don't then don't don't you need to talk about then, this it, shit. It, then you shouldn't have dude you know what got me I was at this come on farms up here up the road right like a couple days before it was the place was gonna shut down yeah right and I couldn't believe all the guys again just grown men have some self-respect gossiping like 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 they're like they're at a tea party, 
Yeah, yeah, he's gonna shut it down. Yeah, he's got, he's got. It's like, dude, you're acquiescing and almost wishing it into existence, right? Why are you not angry about what's about to happen to you? Yeah, you, you want to hear yeah. a great story, Kevin? I went into this little. I'm not gonna say the name of the place. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I'm not trying to mess with anybody. Ruin the business. This little coffee shop. My boss was in there. He owed me some money. So I have a couple of different jobs that I do. Mm-hmm. So this particular job, I work at a warehouse early in the morning, and then I go to this other job. And he, you know, he he owed me some money, and he's in the coffee shop. Kevin, these guys religiously, the CNN's on, and they scream at the TV. The liberal did this. The liberal did that. <laughs> the li- right? We gotta stop these liberals, right? So what I go, I go into this shop as they put their mask on. Yeah, wow, you're really fighting the system, right? So I go in to get the money. They're all sitting in there. There's about 40 people in there, packed in there. Nobody has a mask on. Nobody. I go in. I'm all hey, and I go to get my money. I go sit next to him. He goes up to get change, and he comes back. They're talking to him. He goes, hey, Dan, uh, you, you got to step outside. Well, why? <laughs> well, you can stay in here if you put a mask on. Dude, I troll around that whole place. I go, nobody here is wearing a mask. <laughs> he goes, yeah, but they're all eating. Back to this again. I goes, all right. So if I have a, so if I have a, a piece of bagel in my hand, I can stay. He goes, yeah. <sighs> I go, dude, you know what? I went outside and it was pouring rain out. I'm sitting there. I'm not one to be like, oh, it's cold, it's rain. But you know, it was. I mean, it adds to the story. Yeah. I sat there getting drenched. Yeah. Couldn't sit in the restaurant. Right? Wow. So here's the kicker. Every one of these friends of his are these like conservative baby boomer guys, again, screaming at the CNN, yeah. screaming at the liberals. Do you think one of them stood up for me? Not one. Really? Not one guy said a word. And, and they're coming out. As they're all walking out, they all knew me. They're like, you need a ride? Hey, man, did you want a ride? Dude, did you see what just happened? <laughs> do, you, do you even understand this? Like, what just, right? Oh, man. Kevin, I'm going to tell you something messed up. One of the guys that came out and asked if I wanted a ride that sat and did nothing, he owns on his property the biggest, largest American flag in the entire planet. He owns it. Oh, really? He owns it. They hung it over Mount Rushmore when they were doing the reservations in like the late 80s. Oh, the, wow. The renovations. Wow. Okay. They brought it to my school. Literally. We all, got, we all got to touch it. I know the guy. I know where it's stored. Wow. Okay. okay? Yeah. You think he stuck up for me? He should have. Dude, you wave that flag all you want, man. It's not enough. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. didn't even understand the statement I made when I walked out. So finally, my boss comes out. He's like, yeah, I know, I know. What do you know? What? <laughs> I go, you guys scream at that TV. I said to him, I go, all I had to do was hold, have a piece of bagel in my hand. That's yeah, all I had to do. Yeah. I didn't even have to buy anything. It wasn't either, either like, you know, if you want to sit down, you have to buy something. You could have broken a piece of your food off and handed it to me, and they wouldn't have said a word. Jesus. I go, everyone's saying, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Look what's happening. How can you how can you make any reason a sense out of this and no, then tell me no. I'm crazy? Yeah, and it, well, it's right? the same thing with people not wanting to talk about it anymore. Like, I right. just like like after nine eleven and going into Iraq, nobody right. wanted to talk about it anymore. No one wants to talk about the things that are actually affecting us. And when it comes to COVID and when it comes to but, the mask mandates, dude, who, nobody wants to talk who, about it anymore. Can you imagine? It's like the least you can do is Kevin, talk about it. Can you it. imagine if you were one of those guys that didn't see a baby be born? Can you imagine that? No, and no. now you got some jerk like me telling you it was all for nothing. Yeah. You really yeah, want to talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. that? Uh, yeah, they don't want to talk about it. They don't. They want to bury everything and just, you know, they on fucking the next should. Thing. It'd be good you know? for them, man. It'd be good for them to talk about it. Yeah. So, it would. Yeah. I, it's pathetic. Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. And, 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 and not only that, like, 
there are other things you can do to like you know mitigate this virus. Like, right. and, and, are you, you talking about Anthony about Fauci? You know, you oh, see, dude. if with mitigation we can get it under control, <laughs> well, but, we but, don't, but without mitigation, <laughs> we've got a problem. Sorry, you said yeah, mitigation. Well, I thought of Fauci. He's fucking retiring now. He's Kevin, leaving. People are not retiring. He's, like, he's not retiring. He, he's moving on to a different onto his yeah, next endeavor. Whatever. Yeah. He's leaving in I December. All these people are plotting. Whenever it is, people are plotting. Yeah, yeah. We got rid of. Fa- Dude, you didn't get. What did you no. achieve? Yeah, nothing. you didn't remove him from power. No, he left because he decided to on his own accord. Yeah, another yeah. guy who's not going to jail for this. But like, how about people like uh, like him or or like who was also he was you know in charge of like during the AIDS epidemic right. and was having people take that fucking medicine that like right. broke their bones, whatever the right. fuck it was. Great, thank you, dude. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yes, AZT, Hey, by yes. the way, we're talking about Anthony Fauci on multiple occasions was caught without a mask in a crowd, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I just want to point that out. Yeah. Gina yeah. Raimondo down in Rhode Island, yeah. right? Yeah. I will come to your gathering and I will fo- we will show up with the police and you will put on a mask. And then there she is in the middle of a crowd. Fucking no mask. Crowded by people with no mask. Yeah. She didn't have to. She had it in her pocket. Yeah, yeah. And now she's got a nice cushy job down in Washington, D.C. Of course. Twice, of course. Gina. Laurie Lightfoot. No mask, Fucking getting her hair cut. Right? <laughs> I mean, Gina Raimondo, Marty Walsh. Dude, I, and then you got people like Bill Gates talking to you about, like, the vaccine and how healthy right, things right. Like, he, a guy who looks like shit. Like, he does not look like a fucking right, healthy right, specimen. Right, right. He's got a fucking, he looks like he has liver disease. He's got this huge belly. Specimen. Like, dude, I, it, it's yeah. fucked Your up. Your body man. gets all fucked up when you cannibalize. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's a whole nother fucking episode. But um, not saying I believe that or not, but I just we do like to talk right, about right. all of this shit. Kevin, what, but but yeah. you know they they're telling you how to take care of yourself with a vaccine, but they don't say one thing on the media on right. the news about eating right. Right. Uh, how about right. like the highest percentage of people that are in the hospital are obese? Kevin, how about Kevin. try to lose some weight? I know some people that lost Kevin, a lot many, of weight and Kevin, they look amazing and they're happy. And right. it, Kevin, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I was exposed people around me yeah i didn't know someone had it did and you I, get it at all i don't know i, I don't it. go get tested i got it, it dude was, that's part of the magic I trick. Did get it if you keep compulsively did you yeah. see dude i went by one of the testing sites in norwell yeah i didn't know what it was i asked a friend from yeah, norwell like i go empty. dude i thought they were selling tickets for led zeppelin <laughs> did you see that line going down the oh, street oh no oh wait a minute oh my god the one like, at the md uh, i don't know the urgent dude, care thing it, it's right near i that, saw that, one of those that, uh, there's a McDonald's or Taco Bell right close to it, I think. It's on 53. Oh, you're talking about the one in Norwell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I saw the one way down from there. That was part of the magic. Yeah. It was this compulsive, gotta get tested, gotta get tested, gotta get tested. Yeah. Dude, that's part of it. Definitely. Because if if you keep testing people, you can keep it going. Yeah. You get people that don't even know they had it. It didn't even do nothing. Kevin, how many times over and over again? I would interrogate people. Mm. I got it. Okay, but what happened? I got a headache. And? Yeah. Did everyone in your house get it? No. How? I they got said this it. was the fastest, quickest, farthest moving thing we've ever dealt with. Yeah. And you're telling me someone in your house didn't get it? Yeah, right. It got to the point, dude, dude, what, there was this one time. Man, well, I, well, I'm not going to lie. I, I got yeah. it. My, my newborn got it and Kelly got it. Yeah. Uh, and Kelly and I are not for this vaccine, yeah. for, for the for the COVID. You Don't know, tell we're not, anybody. We're not anti-vaxxers. Yeah, right, but right. but uh, it was brutal. It yeah. was brutal. I and sure. I could see if I was worried about my health, if yeah. I was an otherwise unhealthy person. Yeah. Like, I, I exercise. Kevin. I smoke butts and I have some nips, but I exercise. Kevin, I eat right. Yeah, strep- but nicotine's fucking... 
Well, yeah, they, they say that actually helps you. Strep throat is brutal. Yeah. Getting a stomach virus. I lost my. Oh, I lost my taste. A couple days I ago. Fucking, it was well, a. It was I, like a. It was a fever that I've never I, had I, before. I lost my voice from. But I got over it. Right. I lost my voice from throwing up. That's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. I guess. I guess. Okay. Brutal things happen. Yeah. I've they broken do. bones. Yeah. Almost ripped off parts of my body. Right. 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 That's right. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good or I'm a tough guy. No, it sucks. Things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with Things you. happen. I, I, we, you know? None of us got the vaccine. Right. We have natural immunity now, which they don't like to talk about that either. But, right. you know, even the CDC says natural immunity is like the number one protector. Right, right. Your natural immunity, you're good for a longer <laughs> – you're good for a longer period of time than what the vaccine protects you from. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean – Like Jesus. Yeah, Kevin, I just um, – I, I mean it happened over and over again where it's just like – it got to the point where, like, I remember one of the bands I was in, someone said, hey, I was next to someone that had it, and, and one of the guys was like, dude, I don't care. Just come to practice, right? <laughs> dude, I, like, okay, I'll give you an example. Some, someone in one of my bands, like, I've heard this, dude. I know people that, like, had a girlfriend or something or whatever that worked at a store or a restaurant. And they're like, someone was exposed. I'm like, guys, that young lady had about 100 people go through her store in an hour. That had the coronavirus yeah. and they didn't even know it about. That's just the one they knew yeah, about. A lot of people didn't all even day know long. You go to the grocery store, someone in there's got it. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. When you get your your exposure, now I'm gonna get a test. That's just the one you knew about. Yes. You're being exposed to it all day long. You don't even know about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's life. That's yeah, that's, that, that's totally life. And, 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 and let me ask you this: What about all these other airborne pathogens that can kill you? What they're not worth right. shutting the country down for? <laughs> what if what if you caught like Ebola or Marburg, which I mean Ebola is not airborne, but I'm saying say other diseases are going around. Yeah. If you're unlucky, how come only the coronavirus? All this other stuff, we could have cured every disease by now if we had done this every time. Yeah. How come when the mosquitoes are out, we don't shut down? I think that's a good reason to shut down, don't you? What what we're not gonna isn't it worth the life of one person that dies from a mosquito virus? We don't shut down. That's selfish. <laughs> that's selfish. Coronavirus were, is still out there. There the were a lot more deaths. Well, look look COVID, at all the look at when uh when I the, get what, I get what you. I think it was H one N one or one of them swine flu killed eleven thousand people one year. Yes. Why yeah. didn't we shut down? Right. What those eleven thousand people don't matter. Right. Yeah. We got shut down, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a, we we don't shut down for the eleven thousand wasn't enough to shut down for. Yeah, how so come just the coronavirus? Right. And it's still out there. Yeah. We don't shut. How come we're weird to stomp out this disease? We haven't stomped it out. We went back to work. We went back to school. That's selfish. <laughs> yeah. How could you we be this selfish? Open. How Wal could Joe Walmart, Biden be this selfish? Walmart was open. Charlie Baker kept the liquor stores That's open. That's selfish. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't care if you yeah. can, like, like, yeah, there's the argument the that you can die yeah. from trying to fucking come right. off of alcohol addiction. Right. Yeah. The only drug you can die off of fucking right. relapsing, like, well, not relapsing, one but of with withdrawals. <laughs> right. But they kept the liquor stores open. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, kept that shit rolling, dude. Yep. Oh, yeah. Walmart. Shaw, Walmart. Shop, Walmart. Stop and shop. Yeah, all of it. Target. Yeah, it, there's so many double standards yep. and hypocrisy yeah. in this whole thing. It's so disgusting. Yeah. And it sucks when you talk like this. People are like, oh, he's a far right extremist. Well, my, my big one is the one that gets me. <laughs> I fucking hate the right. People. people <laughs> well, the far right. And, and yeah. all the businesses I don't, I don't that hate were the lost. left or the right. right. I, I don't like the far left or the far right. right. Like, I'm Dude, strictly I, independent. I think everything like. I've ever said has taken a lot of th- I, It's I put a lot of thought into this. Sometimes it takes a long time to develop my beliefs. Yeah, yeah. To deve- and um, 
uh, dude, I'm not a Nazi. Like, I don't have a swastika tattoo <laughs> on my under my sock. Right. I, I don't. Right. You should okay. adopt. Yeah. You should adopt yeah. class <laughs> consciousness. Yeah, that's man. what the world needs. If they need to know where they fucking stand, and they need to fucking be bullshit about it. Yeah. We're back to we're back enough. to fucking feudalism. Well, now we're being told Dude. like you know racism is a, like we they're making it like racism is at an all time high right now. Like we grew up in a generation where it was we learned about Martin Luther King. We hmm. we literally were taught to fucking hate racism, and we fucking do. Kevin. But now you see it every day that you know pretty much Kevin. every day. Kevin. Branch of Indian. I've been around this scene a long time. A long yeah. time. I'm not going to say we're the only ones, but in comparison to what people have said about me over the years, look at the people that have passed through that band, Branch of and the lineup changes. Mm. We have had every ethnic group you can imagine in yeah. that band. Yeah. That's true. I mean, we've matter. had every yeah. color in the rainbow right, in that right, band. Right. Every, every belief, every like political ideology, background, whatever. And then it's like, oh yeah, you, well you said something that was racist, dude. I'm not, I'm not. I didn't say anything that was racist. Right. Oh, you got right. canceled. You got and, canceled. And you, oh god, I've been canceled. No, yeah, I've been canceled dude. my whole life. You know how many shows I've been kicked off, and you're not coming here. And yeah, man, we don't think this is a good idea. It's happened to me a billion times. I've canceled myself. Fuck yeah. Because I just didn't want to deal with it. You know. I canceled um, myself. As well. Yeah. Guys, I'm sorry. I have to dip real quick to Go take ahead. a leak. We'll chat. All right. Mm. But yeah, class consciousness is, would be like... Because think about what happened to the middle class during that COVID lockdown. Yeah. It, all their businesses got crushed. Yeah. All their, uh, all their fucking, you know, the, ho- the people that have hopes and dreams. Right. And fucking our artists and our fucking, you yeah. know, musicians and yeah. stuff like that. That's who that yeah. is. Yep. Yeah. And who's getting fucked? I, listen, man, th- music, all this stuff, it, it's, you know, I, I do a lot of things. I have a lot of activities, but it is one of my, you know, my life work. One thing that I've been working on my whole life. I'll, I'll test and, that, And, and you, you, Charlie, blocked me for two years. Now, we went and practiced. We just went about our business, wrote an album. To me, playing a show is one aspect yeah. of, of um, b- being in a band. So not playing shows didn't bother me that bad. But... There was an attempt to show. <coughs> I mean, I think they failed, but th- there was an attempt. Like you said, you tried to stop me from doing what, what I'm here on this planet to do. One of the things I'm here to do. Wake people and, up. And I, yeah, and I, I find, I'm very insulted by that. That, that, And especially, that you know, like I said, dude, these people like Charlie Baker, think about if you ruined all those lives. And, you, and the guy sleeps at night like, you know the biggest thing I'm, I'm learning is that the, all the m- biggest murders in history oh, fucking grew to an old age yeah. and they fucking died comfortably. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. You know what else, too? You gotta, More morality really fucking has, like... You gotta understand, too. People, like, people like Charlie Baker, he truly believed. You gotta understand, he believes he's on the right side of the law. Oh, yeah. He did something that happened, it had to be done. Even if he didn't believe in the coronavirus, if they didn't think it was that bad, let's say his motive was to get rid of Donald Trump. He literally, his mentality is, these people, these people are just the plebes. I know it's good for them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's for their own good. I'll tell them we this. won't tax them. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll tax it. Right. And, and he sleeps at night. He did a great thing, you know. 
I just think that guy is such a scumbag. I'm running this country. And, so and dude, good. you know what? State. Pe- people think I'm too like, dude. You're way too obsessed with like what Karen Polito's doing, Marty Walsh is doing, Jolly Baker. No, I'm not, dude. People aren't mad enough. Look, 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 look what just happened. It's like Kevin was saying. No one wants to talk about it anymore. It's over. Who cares? On yeah. to the next thing. I got my freedom back. No, you didn't. And another aspect, yeah. like to go to. To move on to the action aspect of right, it is that right. no one wants to go first. Just like you've said, your right. you know your whole life, it's been you fucking right. up there. You look behind you, no one's it's fucking behind It's me by myself without a mask. Yeah, in in that coffee shop, and none of, none of the tough guys want to. And that's stand what up people me. needed right. to fucking do. Right, right. Something as simple as just being like, I'm not going to do this, because that that's what the left does. They lock arms and they refuse. They refuse to go along with it. You know, it, it's just simple gestures. I'm not talking about violence or anything like that. I'm talking about putting your foot down and saying, I'm not going along with this. It's that simple. That's it. But, um, and you don't have to be, don't tread on me either. You don't have to right. abide by that shit. Right, you know? right. It's just, it's natural law. It's yeah. fucking, people like really don't know about natural right, law. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Common law. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, I, I just, um. I don't know. I, I just, I, I like, man, you really found out what people are willing to put up with. I really thought, like, this, this is not going to work. There's no, and then you hear all these people, too. Like, I was here, like, the beginning of it. They're like, they, there's no way they can shut us down for 14 days. There's no way. It's We're un- on day 900. Unsta- yeah, unsustainable. Shit. Dude, they'll do whatever they want. They're the government. What, are you going to stop them? Do whatever they want. Who's going to stop them? You. There's not enough of you. You know, so, um, you know, I, I hear, like, uh, you remember they used to say, if all the stores just open at once, well, yeah, but you got to get them to do it. You've got to get everyone to do it. It was so rare that somebody would resist and keep their store open that it ended up making national news. Yeah. You know, all the tough guys, all the tough guys in the coffee shop yelling at the screen. Every person I can remember that refused and kept their shop open, every one of them was a girl. Yeah. Oh, great. So the girl, okay, you guys are so tough. The girl, the girl stood up and you didn't. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, so what? I mean, you think Charlie's afraid of you? Of course he's not. Exactly. No, the girls stood up and they. T- I'll tell you what. I went to a couple of those protests in Boston, like the anti-vaccine. Without a doubt, the one against the flu vaccine. Mm. Without a doubt, I couldn't believe there were more girls there than guys. The girls stood up and fought, and the guys put on their American flag mask and went, "Well, I have to wear a mask, but I'll wear an American flag mask. I'll show them. <laughs> I'll show them. Watch this." <laughs> You're sitting wow. with your American flag mask while these girls are out fighting on your behalf for your kids. Wow. Because you're sitting in the coffee shop watching me get kicked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's where people's minds were at. You know, you know they're, they're not talking yet about, uh, like, all the people that have died from the vaccine. I'm starting to hear it. And, and people hate mm. that. People hate yeah. when I bring that up. And, I, and I, I bring it up because I had a very personal thing happen to me yeah. where, where my brother – died course, yeah. a, as you know a result of mm-hmm. the vaccine yeah. as told to him Ooh. from his doctor right so it, it was one of those things you know he my brother he he suffered he, he had cancer but he was in remission and he was an intel he was in an army intelligence was he forced by any way did they tell he him was. he had it? that's what he, i was pretty much he was he was his he was an uh he was a civil affairs officer yeah. in uh you know the army he was an intelligence officer and um he he ended up leaving uh, because of uh, because he didn't he basically he ended up leaving because of 
corruption. Right. And he he didn't want to be a part of right. this certain faction. So he's all he was also a uh, security uh, at a nuke plant. Yeah. And uh, he went through a, a divorce and right. um, basically, you know, he he wanted he had to keep his you know, uh, child support coming and all that, right. but also he didn't want to be flagged because yeah. he because of his former job. Yeah. And he told me on the phone, you know, he, he didn't want to get the vaccine. Right. And he had a feeling that he would get, you know, it, he would probably, from what he had been reading, right. that he'd probably get, like, launched back in a full-force right. cancer. Right. Right. And um, he told me that he, you know, I guess I'm going to be the big guinea pig by right. proxy. Like, you know, I got to pay my child support. Right. I don't want to, I can't get flagged. I right. got to keep my job, all right. this stuff. He's like, Kevin, I don't want to do it. Right. But I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be the guinea pig. 48 hours after he got the vaccine, he called me and told me that he had tumors under his armpit that were not there yeah. uh, in his neck and in different areas in his body. Right. And he said flat out that he had a conversation with his doctor. His doctor handed him a pamphlet of all of the side effects from the vaccine right. and he asked his doctor are you telling me that this is from the vaccine right. and his doctor shook his head yes right. he didn't verbalize it he shook his head yes right well, Kevin I thought the people getting <laughs> sick from it even I I kind of at first I was like I thought it was a bit overblown yeah me too like, who, I, I, yeah, how many people, yeah dude now I don't think that no. I mean, people are getting sick from it yeah I'm like, wow like, yeah. I'm kind of like that's kind of weird I'm glad I didn't get it well dude mm -hmm. things like um uh what was it uh, a couple of things skyrocketed over 200 yeah. percent one of them was Bell's palsy in the past okay. in the past two years right. Bell's palsy has skyrocketed over I think that's the one that went over 300 percent and and you at home you guys can look this up and uh, feel free to call me out on it, but I I saw this, and you know, there, and you're right. There are people starting to talk about right. it, and uh, it's it's now I've heard less talk, and it goes back to what I was saying, you know, uh, 20 minutes ago. People are I'm tired of talking about it. Right. I don't want to talk about right. this. Well, that's because things are coming out now, right? And and you know, you died on that hill, right? Of you know, take the vaccine. And I'm helping you by taking it, right, which right. that's a whole other thing. Right. You're not helping me by right. taking it. You're helping yourself. <laughs> but you know, um, so yeah. You I mean, died on the hill of laughing at Asian companies for countries yeah. for decades because when they get the sniffles, they wear a mask mm, and yeah. making fun of them. Now look at you. Yeah, yeah. That you're not you're not laughing exactly. at them anymore. I yeah. Sorry, I just want to throw that. There's no, a lot that's a great of point. there's a lot of hills that people died on. Dude, you know? when I came home from Asia, I wanted – I noticed when I was over there, and this is back in like 2010, that they were wearing masks. That's I right around when I was over there. I, I asked the tour manager, yeah. well, what's going on with the masks? He said, yeah. oh, they just do that. If they have a cold, they I don't want to give it to the people. the same question. They said, I said to him, I'm like, right. I'm going to do that when right. I go home. And, and Kevin, <laughs> what they said was too was over there, dude, this, this is like little sniffles they have. Yeah. This isn't even anything major. Yeah, yeah. They, they're germaphobes, and we used yes. to make fun of them. Yes. Okay. Let it be known. Yep. I will never forget. Let people forget that you used to laugh at them for doing yeah. that. Yeah. Now look at you, but dude, if I have a fever, I will wear a mask. Um, and I promise it's not because of COVID. It's because of what I learned over in Asia. I thought that was a, they're very uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? Very clean, considerate. Yeah. They yeah. carry the trash around and like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. throw it away when they get home. And yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Human, they, human ethics. Yeah, I mean, I remember ethics. Kevin. Exactly, I, Kevin. Dude. I remember like little things like in Japan, seeing um, kindergartners and like nursery school kids walking 
down mm. busy roads to school. Like, why isn't there an adult with them? Mm. Yeah. Why do they need an adult? Because um, someone might grab them, a stranger, a molester. No, that doesn't happen here. No. Doesn't happen here. Yeah. What are you talking about? How, <laughs> how come the bikes are not chained up? Yeah. There's bikes everywhere. They're not chained up. Why, why do you got to chain up a bike? Mm. Someone doesn't steal it. Oh, no, nobody steals bike here. There was, that was going on left and right. It's amazing. When I, when I, yeah, when I was over there. The one but thing I, they do have a lot of is suicide. Suicide's yeah, pretty fucking yeah, high over yeah. there. But I mean, they live to a completely different standard. What country? Because like, I went to so Japan. Hard on themselves. I went to Japan. Where did you? What country? I was in Japan, Japan and I went to China. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, by the way, not, now I'm gonna like switch gears, dude. Something I've been thinking about, and like I'd like to talk about through these conversations is: do we have a two-party system? Mm. Two parties, two ideas are supposed to facilitate millions and millions of people. Mm. And something I wish people would understand, whether they're right or left wing. Yeah. Dude, if you have somebody who, ca- say, cares about the environment, like myself, yeah, they're going to vote for a Democrat. Like when I hear like people go, oh, they're a bunch of liberal hippies. Well, dude, what do you want them to do? Yeah. You want them to vote for a Republican? And then you get the other side of it. If someone's into gun rights, maybe they're not even violent. Maybe they're not even enthusiasts. They, they, maybe it's, you know, they live alone and they're just scared. They're in a bad neighborhood. They want to make sure they have a handgun. Yeah. Who, who, of course they're going to vote for the Republican. Yeah. Like, my question to people is, what do you want people to do? You're only giving them two choices. Yeah. And you want every belief in every category to fall into one of those two slots. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to have to make mind. some tough decisions. Yeah, definitely. Like, like let's say, like, like, around here, like, we talk about how it's really left-wing in the state. Okay. So what do you want? Okay, everyone votes left wing. You have your way. We're all going to vote Democrat. Get rid of the Republicans. Now what? Now we have no choice at all? Mm. Now why even have an election? We've dwindled it down to two choices. Now you want to dwindle it down to one? Yeah. Like, what is your solution? Yeah. You know? I mean, they're it, both wings on the same dome. Right, right. As far as I'm so, concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking crazy thing, man. I, I was... Um, <laughs> what was it? I was talking about that, like, a couple weeks ago. Um... <laughs> And you're right. Every it's it's it is. It's one or the other. And I don't. It, it it blows my mind that there's that we don't. We've never had an independent president. I think that's on the horizon. I think we will get somebody who's an independent. How? I, I fucking hope we get. It. Well, I I feel like the independent. Well, what, Kevin, what's happening now is it, it's already happening. Remember, Bernie Sanders was kind of like a Green Party outside. Yeah, yeah. Trump vo- ran years before as like a constitutionalist. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't this was know that. his second time running. So what you're seeing is like the Ron Pauls, for example. What they're doing is these former third party outside people are masquerading as Democrats and Republicans. It mm. is kind of happening. Okay. They're just kind of disguising mean. under the the two mainstream parties. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Um, what I want to say was, Kevin, like, this is another thing, like, just people just don't understand. Dude, Bernie Sanders, real quick, I, I, I liked him better than the other options, but then I lost complete all respect for him because after his own party sandbagged him, he started supporting them. Like, he turned around and fucking supported them. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude. Um, (laughs) Kevin, what I was going to say is, um, you know, back to, like, we're talking about, like, getting canceled and, like, you know, just because I think something doesn't mean I'm a Nazi, like. Right. Great example of this, right? And I use this to try to educate people. Remember the guy, I think it was in Indiana. He, he uh, had a cake factory, or cake bakery, and he didn't want to make the cake for the for gay the couple. Gay co- yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Now, I, the Supreme Court sided with him. They said he didn't have to make it. Mm-hmm. 
I said that was the right decision. Of course. You're homophobic. You beat up gay people. <laughs> you beat I know you do. No, I no I don't, dude. No, I don't. You don't know anything about what I think. Right. You're a moron. Yeah. I don't respect you. You don't understand the law. This is why you're a, this is why you buck dance. This is why you need to go sell Kit Kats with Robert Sullivan. Okay? <laughs> go selling shoe shines. This is your problem. Okay, genius. Here's the problem. If you force him, genius, yeah. to make that cake, <laughs> you force him to make that cake. You're losing. Based on that court decision. Yep. Now, you sets, know what happens? Sets the precedent. You know what happens now? Two Nazis can now go into a bakery owned by a Jewish guy yep. and say, we want a cake with a swastika and I hate Jews on the cake. And you know what? Genius. The Jewish guy now has to make the cake with the swastika. Because according to that ruling, you have to force them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there, there Do are. Do you want swastika cakes? No, but you get what I'm yeah. saying. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not. Why would you ever say I'm against gay people? Why would you ever say ever think that? Right. Okay. Or I'm out to hurt gay people. It's the same thing with the bathrooms, with the transgender bathrooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walmart doesn't have to have a bathroom at all. They're private business. If Walmart says I want girls' rooms. And I want transgender rooms, but I don't want got boys' rooms. So if you're a guy and you want to go to the bathroom, you can't go here. Kevin, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Sorry. It discriminates against me. We, okay, here's the deal. Okay, new rules. <laughs> Everyone gets a bathroom except Italians that play guitar. I'm fucked. I can't go to the bathroom. Dude, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. They're a private business. I don't like the rule, yeah. but that's what it is. And then you got... Um, Charlie Baker, I remember when he was going to sign a, a transgender bathroom bill, he's speaking at a gay, lesbian, transgender event, and people showed up and started protesting, screaming at him to sign the bill. He's like, I just want to read it first. I'm going <laughs> to sign it. They're screaming at him like they don't even want him to read it. Yeah. His brother's gay. Genius. Yeah. He yeah. Was got, he's on your side, and you're protesting, screaming at him. How are you going to get anything done that way? It's the same thing with Roe vs. Wade. Genius. Okay? Dude, do you understand? Yes. A place like Mississippi is going to get rid of abortion. Yes. But do you understand the reason New York can have abortion anytime, any place, any, any month, ninth month, whatever they want to do? Okay? And do whatever they want. That's because of state rights. Mm -hmm. State rights is why you can have some states can... Yes, to you it might not be fair. Some states are going to have abortion, some are not. Mm. But the state rights is what gives you and your ability to elect people in your local area to have the abortion bills you want. Yeah. To protest and try and flip it over. Yeah. You don't even understand the law. It's fucking okay? dicey, man. That's a dicey argument. I mean, yeah, why is it dicey? No, but no, I mean, I get what you're saying. It, I mean, it, it's just dicey because I, I, when it comes to, like, I am pro- life well no i'm pro-choice but i am against abortion right. i'm a guy like right. i i can't i can't control i, can, I, can I wouldn't want to control right. a woman i can say whatever i want this yeah. is why this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. issue yeah, yeah yeah this is the issue mm. okay mm -hmm. every day i see i'll check out the view if i get out of work early enough <laughs> and i see whoopi goldberg <laughs> going keep your business out of my uterus if you don't want an abortion don't get one it's not your, but keep the government out. 
These are all fair arguments. Here's the problem, Whoopi. In a state like Massachusetts, in this state, tax dollars go to abortion. Yeah. Okay? So you don't want my opinion. You want me to have nothing to do with you, but I have to pay for it? Mm. Okay? So now, now, I think if I got to pay for it, I can have an opinion. Okay? Now, in New York, from my understanding, and they're trying to do it here, I don't know if they'll be successful. In New York, you, I believe it's New York, you can check off whether or not you want your tax dollars to go to abortion. I believe that's the perfect solution. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Because yeah. now, you can go off in your corner, do your abortion, whatever, yeah. and then people that have a problem with it don't have to pay for it. How right. about being yeah, able to yeah, choose yeah. where your fucking tax dollars go, period? Well, here's the thing with that. A lot of people, the argument is that just gets too complicated. You can't pitch and choose every little thing. But the argument is, well, my argument is... that's like micromanaging well, with, with abortion, the, the entire basis of abortion is choice, choice, choice. Mm. So that's one of the ones where you hear those references. Keep yeah. the government out of my whatever. Yeah. Uh, choice, this, choice, that. Okay. Well, dude, you can't talk choice and then force you know, a pro-life, a Catholic to, to pay for that abortion. That's insanity. If you really believe in choice, then you've got to segregate it all. You guys go do your abortions, do whatever you want. Yeah. You want to have it in the ninth month, you want to... People will still check off, yes, I want my tax you dollars. You can't have a balance, though? Like, you couldn't... I mean, well, to me, that months, is the balance. I mean, that's pretty fucking hardcore. Why is it hardcore? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's a developed kid. That's a life. That's no, it's not. They, they say it's not a life. They say it's not a life. Kevin, I've had people to my face tell me it's not a life until I, it's out of the They're fucking morons. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm told all the time I'm a Nazi for even having that belief. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's ninth, a ninth month is fine, dude. It's fine. It's moronic. It's fine. <laughs> okay, you want to go down that path? Do, do you know what Alan Gutmeier is? No. It's a pro-choice uh, survey research on abortion. Their own, their own research. It's it's like ninety-seven percent of abortions they label as social, social reasons. Yeah. Okay, rape is less than one. Yeah, rape's ra- like okay, really so low. Okay, so here's the problem, yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, uh, here's a nasty little secret you don't know. Most most people that are against abortion mm. ha- really don't aren't concerned with someone getting an abortion because they were raped. Okay, there, there's what what what's because hap- that's such a low number. Well, what's happening is, dude, but we're using these super crazy, out like wild things that do happen. They're unfortunate. Yeah, but. What you're doing is you're taking the rape and, and using it to constitute. You're, you're using it yeah. as the blanket for all abortions. Right. Kevin, have you right. seen what's yeah, going on in this fair. world? That's not have what you I'm seen saying what at all. I am like, surrounded, yeah. surrounded by couples that it's multiple abortions. They're doing it all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's when, insanity. That, that is insane. I know a girl that she, she went through a clinic. She's like, it looked like a McDonald's. Yeah. Like the lines, and and you know, I tell, to me, it's 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 a patriarchal system. The, the, a lot of the new radical feminist pro-life groups have made this argument. You're facilitating a patriarchal system because you think you're rebelling against men. You're not. You're facilitating a construct that was put there by men so that they can have these sexual romps, do whatever they want, sleep with whatever the girls they want, and there's, there's, no, there's no problem afterwards. The abortion is the birth control. That's horrible. And I, I know That's so horrible. many guys that are like that. I know so many guys that you know, <laughs> I stand for women's rights. No, you don't, dude. You you stand first of all, you're a scumbag. I've seen yeah, how you that treat disgusting. women. Yeah, I've seen yeah. what you do to drunk girls at parties. Yeah. And now I gotta listen how sensitive you are. Oh, yeah. You're for abortion because you don't need to hear it. Yeah. You don't want every girl ha- ha- hating you. Mm. 
You don't want to ruin your chances with anybody. You're going to go with whichever way the wind blows. Your, your abortion beliefs are not yours. They're what was put in your head or what, which way you think. Very Whether someone's pro-life or pro-choice, very rarely will you get their honest opinion. What you get is a regurgitated answer. Yeah. Well, the professor and the Democrat Party told me to think this. Well, I'm pro-life. Life begins at conception because I go to church and I'm a pro and I voted for Trump. Dude, how about having like a belief system? Yeah. How about having a belief system? My belief system is stop making me pay for it. I'm not standing in front of a clinic. Yeah. I'm not blocking you from getting an abortion. I don't say nasty things about girls. I'm not here to oppress women. I'm, I advocate for the right of the pro-life person. Mm. You don't. You want to be left alone. You want your abortions in the ninth month. You want all this. That's fucking insanity. Gross. You don't. You don't okay? think they could balance that? Though. Kevin, like, they lit the Empire could... State Building pink to celebrate yeah, abortion no, in the ninth month. This is what's going on. <laughs> That's fucking sick. This is New what's York, going on now. New York is. Do you know? Do you know who? Yeah, do you know? Who, do you know who, back where I was saying, you do your thing. Let me do my thing. I don't want to be involved in it. Problem solved. Uh, Abby Johnson used to work for. Uh, Planned Parenthood. They hate her guts. Yeah. She's yeah, 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 yeah. The thing that churned her was she went in. She'd never seen an abortion before. She went in. She's like, I, you know, I started doing this to help. Yeah. I wanted to help women. And she watched an abortion happen. And when it, as it was finishing, the doctor goes, beam me up. Beam me up, Scotty. Jeez. And she was, she was horrified. Right. She was horrified. Well, yeah, look, look, at, look at Lila Rose. I saw videos when I was younger of them sticking scissors in the back of the baby's head. Partial, baby bir- partial, partial, head. partial birth abortion. Yeah. They, they cause a breach abortion. Feet I don't come agree out, with that. Feet come out like, first. Yes. They leave the head in, so yes. it's still considered legal. Yes. Okay? That's fucking... I don't agree and with that. And I don't that, play this man. game. I'm an animal rights activist. I'm an I'm a environmentalist. I'm for gays. I'm for everybody. Yeah. I'm yeah, not going to no, suddenly say, oh, but, but abortion, we're going to look the other way. And they go, what about rape? Yeah, dude. There's rape. I don't like it. The rape is I was the, one the, the thing people don't like Kevin. to admit, though, is the rape is the outliers. Like, Kevin. they are a small percentage. Kevin. Yeah. When you think of fighting against rape culture, yeah. sexism, in this scene, who would you say was at the forefront? Passing out Jackson Cat videos. You. Shows. You. Okay. You. Well, now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. They, they'd say how I hate women. Yeah. I hate women. They're retarded. I hate women. <laughs> Again, Kevin, I'm gonna use do you know how many girls you want to go down this path? <laughs> I said it earlier in this interview. There are girls that are going to hear this. Yeah, I remember. He yeah. dragged me out of that party and got me home because yeah. there were some things going on that were not good. Yeah, man. Okay? There's girls yeah. that are going to listen to this. I was the one that pulled you out of that party. Yeah. I got you home, not the other dudes that are saying what wonderful men they are because they are pro-choice. Mm-hmm. And, and I have daughters, and if my daughter – shut up. Yeah. Like, listen, right? Um, Lila, so Rose, Lila Rose, Lila Rose, Lila Rose, 100%. I know, again, I know guys have said it to my face. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't going to go against this abortion stuff. I need, I need women. That's so funny. I, I got a up. tiny little handful of girls I hang out with. <laughs> tiny little handful. And coincidentally, they all agree with me on that issue. For the most part, they do. No coincidence there. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was uh, Lila Rose, Lila Rose, posing as a you know, 14-year-old girl going into the Planned Parenthoods saying, I'm 14, I'm 15, my 31-year-old boyfriend got me pregnant. How can I get an abortion? They had to report that. They had to call her parents. She has caught them over and over again, mm. not reporting it. Now, where are the feminists? Yeah. That's not rape culture. Right. Or how about when they went in, they sent the dude in pretending he was a pimp. Yeah. I got all these girls out here. I run a child prostitution ring. I need abortions for them. Oh, yeah, we'll take care of that. And the argument I hear from like the, the, the pro-choice people is they go, well, she was acting. 
That was like a candid camera thing. I go, hold on, hold on. If a cop goes in and does that same thing, says, I'm, you know, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a prostitute, to, you know, to catch someone, to bait them, yeah. that holds up in court, mm. okay? Mm -hmm. You can act or portray a character to show how someone would act in that situation. Yeah. Those people at Planned Parenthood really believed a 15-year-old girl was there who was raped by her, who was impregnated by a 30-year-old, and they were okay with it. Wasn't okay? Bill Gates' father involved in Planned Parenthood? Well, like, I don't know about that, but Margaret origin. Sanger was. Do you know what the original yeah, 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 yeah. name of Planned Parenthood was? What? I'm not saying it on your air. I'm not saying it on these airwaves, because okay. I don't need that. It was nasty and it was racist. Her goal was to target minorities. She thought we had to do away with them, and what we're going to do is okay. we're going to get the black pastors on our side, and they will lead them to us. And then they built these clinics in all minority neighborhoods. What was it? I'm not saying You're it. not racist. I'm not, I'm not saying it. Go racist. look it up. Okay, all right. Do you want yeah, to say it? Go look it, it up. All right. Do you want me, if you want to, you can look it up and say it. Okay? I, I, I say it. Yeah, it was yeah, nasty, yeah. and it was gross. I get you. Okay? Yeah. Disgusting. And black people should be outraged. How about how about Hillary Clinton? Again, I'm not right or left. Oh, she's Hillary a, Clinton, her mentor was Robert Byrd in the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And she gets a pass. Mm -hmm. She goes in the Breakfast Club show, and they go, what do you got in your pocketbook? I got hot sauce. She's a pig. Because black people like hot sauce. Yeah. Can you get any more disgusting? Yeah. How does she say that on a national show, and everyone's okay with it? Even our fucking president. It's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, even Biden, uh, you know, back in... He like, goes... If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You, yeah, so what, the, you, yeah, that was you, the recent you one. You own black people? Yeah, dude. I, I got a better one. That's Again, a good point. I was going to bring up an earlier one back, for his back, career. Back, but yeah. back to the view. Back to the view. Um, he goes on there. He goes, you know, it's funny, Whoopi. It's funny you bring that up. I was in a church the other day, a, a black church. He has to throw she it in there. It's a black to, church. Yeah. Well, he signed the. I love black people. He signed the fucking '94 crime bill too. That yeah. locked up so many minorities for like yeah. fucking minuscule crimes. Kevin. The Democrat Party shit. segregation. Yeah. The Democrat yes. Party was the party of segregation. Yes. That was the Confederate flag. Yes. That was the slavery. Yep. Abe Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln was Republican. Yep. Okay. Yep. Dude, I'm not knocking the Democrats. I'm not saying they can't change. I'm not saying no, that, but they don't like but, to talk about that. But if you want to rip down a statue from a hundred years ago, that's fine. Mm. If it bothers you that bad, you think it's racism, go ahead. Mm. But what about the Democrat Party? Yeah. What about Hillary Clinton hanging out with Robert Byrd? Yeah. What about Margaret Sanger, who founded Planned Parenthood, who was famous for giving speeches in front of the Ku Klux Klan? Dude, this came trying up. to recruit them. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This came up last week on the show, and I said, uh, I said, dude, I don't give. I, I, I'm for statues. I don't care if you want to rip them down either. Right. But if there's a Hitler statue up there, right. leave it the fuck up there. A, do you really yeah. want to forget what that guy did? Right. B, he'll have fucking graffiti, piss right. shit, everything on him. Kevin, like, I'm a huge believer. Dude, if a bunch of Nazis came to the state, we want to speak. I'd be like, okay, I, like I'm fascinated. Like, how did you get to this point? Yeah. Like, this is what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Like, like how did how did this happen? To they you? wouldn't make it into a like punk like you're, you're show. following <laughs> Hitler like years after the guy's dead. Like, what, yeah. you didn't learn anything from that. Yeah. Like to me, I'm just like, dude. I say let him speak and let the kids see it. Like, dude, this is what people become. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think you need to learn from from watching buffoonery and. That's just me. People try to take the. But I also I also understand you know where someone would be like no we don't want him to speak at all I get it but yeah you get it but freedom of speech man and, and that and, there's a lot if you don't it, let them talk then right and you Kevin know, then when you does have to go the other way when does everything become a Nazi 
Yeah. Just because you don't think – it gets to a point where, okay, if you don't think like us, if you're not 100% Democrat on every topic, now you're a Nazi. Yeah. Come on, dude. People like it, to can, take the can, path of least resistance. They make it a black and right. white you know, thing, and it's not. It's, 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 there's a lot of gray area. Like, want, we got to think more. <laughs> where, where I started getting suspicious of abortion. Yeah. My whole life it was, you know, it's rare, it's for rape. All these things we can all dig. Which is, uh, again, a low This is what Clinton percentage. and Obama used to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. should be rare. And now I say, yeah. why should it be rare, Obama? Why should it be rare? Mm. Are you shaming girls? They should be able to do it anytime they want. Why are you saying it should be rare? But that's what they used to say, okay? And it's like this. I agree with that. Dude, though. it got to a point where I'm looking around and I'm like, first of all, we're living in a people's behavior and interactions with each other it, it's like they're filming a porno film 24 hours a day it's, yeah it's in the sleeping around the lack of commitment but whatever we'll put that to the side okay you know the sexualization a little kid and then it gets to the point it's where it's horrid. like it's to the point where it's like dude like this doesn't seem like this is rare like right. th these abortions this is nuts what's going on yeah. it's becoming insane it's becoming it's it's so nonchalant and being used as birth control, and yeah. it's now it's immediate. Yeah, the girl gets pregnant. You don't say, "Hey, you know, do you want to have a boy or a girl?" You say, "Are you keeping it?" That's the first question. Right. And I think there's a problem with that too. You used to have to wait; it was a surprise. Yeah. To see if it was a boy or a girl. Now you, well, I need to know because I gotta buy the clothes. I wouldn't want to know, dude. That was the magic of all of it. Mm. You know, like, dude, that's where I feel like growing up. I feel like a lot of people, this is a heavy Catholic area, let's be honest. Yeah. You got a lot of people at shows that grew up going to Sunday school, to all this, and now they want to say they didn't, or they act like they didn't. It's a cultural thing, dude. Yeah. It's like any other religion. It's cultural. Yeah. Even if you detach from the religion, there is a, a Catholic culture here. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, dude, I can tell you, someone that was a product of that, no one, I mean, no one was telling us to hate gay people, to no. oppress women. It was... Dude, this was especially with Catholics. They get criticized because they hold the, the female in such high regard. Mm -hmm. They're criticized for that. You know that, right? Yeah, the the yeah, placement totally, totally. of Mary, yeah. the Virgin Mary, yeah. and it was the whole basis was this is magical. You're here for a reason. You get someone pregnant, you have to take responsibility. You marry that person. You don't take it lightly. Yeah. That's where this stuff came from. Mm -hmm. And that that's I mean to me that's a, that's a pretty good mentality to have I think yeah, it's and, and now it's that healthy. suddenly one day that got twisted into you're anti-woman you're telling them what to do dude I ain't telling yeah. nobody what to do I'm telling you once you make that decision you can never reverse it and you got every one of your girlfriends who supposedly cares about you telling you do this do this do this dude you do that you can never go back Yeah, there's no reverse in that that's true okay it's and that's what I'm about that should be taken that's lightly. what I'm about yeah, and, and yeah, girls yeah. around me that come to me for advice and that's what I tell them mm. do whatever you want but I'm telling you that's it, you know I don't care that it's microscopic it's there yeah that the the potion the the elements it's decided now yes it's microscopic but this is this is where we all came from it's I believe we're all here for a reason I really do um you're here I I know babies I know people that were all the things all the reasons why you know babies addicted to drugs or whatever yeah. disabilities and they're now beautiful people in my life well, and, uh, and they were yeah. prime candidates well you got to abort it well, a lot Kids of people, gonna be messed up. A lot of people that are rallying, you know, against abortion are people well, that survived them. Kevin, you want to get weighed again? <laughs> like literally. You want to get real deep in the weeds, dude? Sure. You know, there's an entire. I don't. Look, where I can agree with you on this is, at yeah. the very least, it should not be taken fucking lightly. Well, it is like, being taken lightly. I, I know, believe it, no, is. it is. You're right. When you lighten right. up the Empire State Building, yeah. 
I believe it is being taken Ab- lightly. Yeah, a thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a movement of women, well, men and women, but it seems to be something funny you notice about the high, uh, pro-life movement right now. It's dominated by women. Dominated. Like this whole thing, it's men oppressing you. It's Lila <laughs> Rose, Abby Johnson, Judah Myers. It's girls that are running the show right mm-hmm. now. Um, what, what you're seeing mostly girls at these because the guys are too like I said. Well, I'm a guy. I can't say nothing. Um, what there's a whole movement, dude. You want to get real complicated? There's an entire movement of children born of rape, mm-hmm. and they think all abortions should be. They think even rape, and they hold up signs. I'm the product of rape, whatever. Um, so I mean, it gets even crazier. So no. we talking pro life virtually? Oh yeah, they're pro life, okay. and what they're saying is, th- their whole thing is, you know, what about me? What yeah. about me? Yeah. I, my mother was raped and she kept me, so so I should be aborted. I mean, that's how intricate and down, right? You know, deep in the weeds you can get with this stuff. Yeah, um, but they, they are all liars. And they've got, <laughs> they've got this new movement now, the ninety nine percent. Yeah, and the ninety nine percent they're trying to say, dude, we know there's rape, we know this happens, mm. but what about the ninety nine percent that wasn't raped? Here's another one too. You hear all the time, right? All the time you well, hear. I know, like seriously though, what about them? You're, you're, you're always hearing. These Republicans don't care about you when you're outside of the womb. Okay, they don't want programs. Kevin, there are thousands of organizations, pregnancy crisis organizations, pro-life organizations that help the mother. If you keep the baby, we'll help you. We'll find you a place to live. Yeah. Dude, you understand they're being harassed right now. You know that. They're being I didn't spray know that. painted that on. They're getting me. bomb threats. Yeah. They had one in Somerville where the town told them to shut down. We don't want your kind around here. Wow. They're out there helping. They're yeah, helping, that's, that's so they're helping that's, unwed mothers that, that have extreme. nowhere to go. They're doing the thing that conservatives are accused of, of, of neglecting, and the yeah. liberals don't want them around. That's they're co- extreme. They're collecting diapers. They're collecting, and they, why don't they want them around? Because you're pro-life. Get out. I don't agree with any extremism. Like, that's extremism. Like, I don't Kevin, agree with that. Kevin, it's the norm. Yeah. Shout your abortion. It's the norm. Yeah, extremism the norm. is becoming the norm. And uh, it's it's unfortunate. And Kevin, again, I'm because not, people don't want to think. They don't want to think. I'm not knocking anybody. Yeah, no, I voice. know you're not. I'm no, defending myself. You you really are. Because there are people that really believe I'm a rapist because I'm against abortion. Which is you understand? Gross. That's gross. Yeah. They are, again. Dude, if anyone ever said that to me, I would. Right hit now, <laughs> in this day and age, that believe if I pull my sock down, I have a swastika under my or somewhere on me. Yeah. Okay, I don't. Yeah. I don't like that stuff. It's and I shouldn't be put in that category. I'm an animal rights activist, environmentalist. Again, yeah. dude. You're the, humanitarian. The, Kevin, I was one of the juggernauts in this scene. Yeah. Speaking out against rape culture. Yeah. One of the kingpins. Yep. And now you're going to say I'm anti-woman. You were the first okay. animal activist I ever knew. Okay. I remember you at Priority Music when I was like 13 years old handing out packets. Okay. <laughs> I was deep in this stuff, dude. Disturbing things. I, and Kevin, like I said, Kevin, Kevin, I've, I've come close a lot of, you know, dude, Dude, you have no clue. Like violence, mm-hmm. almost getting beat up. That young lady's coming with me. She doesn't know what planet she's on. This is how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. You, that, you, you ever seen how agitated a guy gets when he thinks something's about to go down mm-hmm. and he's going he's gonna to get lucky, and then I come in and say, no, this ain't happening. Okay, and now I'm anti-woman. And, and I, you know, like I said, dude, we, we don't have to get into details, but, you know, the music scene, whatever, it's funny watching the, the finger pointing. This guy's a rapist. This guy's this, that. Yeah. Hey, dude, what about you? Because I got a lot of dirt on a lot of people. So let's all just put the brakes on and <laughs> yeah. chill out. All right? Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you think about the carbon shit and the fucking climate? Hold on, before we, ju- before we jump okay. subjects. Let's not forget that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go fun. there. Yeah. I just got to say, I would yeah. regret it if I didn't tell you that my yeah. fiance Kelly says hello. Okay. She loves you. She thinks the world of you. And uh, I think you may have pulled her out of some problems. When Kelly when was a young kid, I pulled her aside a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She was one of those little girls. Yep. Okay? Yep. Um, and she thinks the world of you. Yeah, I love Kelly. She yeah. knows that. And yeah, um, yeah. I, I've got a lot of girls out there that sometimes come to my defense and when they don't I don't blame them mm. for not yeah I, I'd be scared too I wouldn't defend me but I get a lot of emails there's much hate mail as I get dude I get guys girls everything hey dude I really agree with what you say well dude that's great and it's not your obligation to defend me but it seems like a lot of people think like me and they're terrified to say it. dude I yeah. got your back you and my me you and me agree on a lot it. of things but you know it. there are some things we don't agree that's on fine but the fact that you are who you are and you stand your ground and you always have, like, I will forever have respect for you. Like, <laughs> Thank you. But that's how it should be. Right. You know what I mean? People yeah. should be able to agree and disagree and, you know, right. still be friends. Like, Wh- what were you going to – yeah. Right. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. What were you going to yeah. say about the carbon in the air? Yeah, I always flash back to your uh, activism days. Right. Like, you know, I, I still am an activist, dude. It's just it's taken yeah. other forms. And that's that pumps – I'm still doing all of this. That I want pumps people to me know. up. Right. I am 100 – percent doing this still yeah okay i've just gone different vehicles and okay so go on yeah so what's your take on the carbon taxing like the thing they're building up to here's what i think i'm going to give a very general statement that may or may not answer your question okay here's my take on the environment i'm an environmentalist Fuck yeah however i'm against the government getting involved in the epa and all that i will tell you why I go up and down when I go home tonight. You, this will happen to all of us. There is Dunkin' Donuts trash in every yard thrown out the window. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> all I hear is about the government needs to do something. Oh, I How about you do something? Yeah. Okay. Let me give you another How about example. Don't litter you. Let me give you another example. Trash. <laughs> so, so first of all, you can have all the taxing and rules in the world. It does not stop people from polluting on their own. Let uh. me give you another example. Okay. Totally. Every summer, the same thing happens. Mm. The hot weather comes. After the news tells you how it's going to make you feel, they now even tell you how the oh, weather is going to make yeah, you feel. Yeah, definitely. You ever notice that? Absolutely. How do you know how it's going to make me feel? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's a whole other story, yeah, right? Yeah. So what happens is this. The summer comes. And what happens is this. Thousands and thousands of people in this state, first thing they do, they clog the highway, smog everywhere. You can already see the steam coming off the pavement. They're gonna make it 10 times worse, why? Well, I need to go to the beach. Okay, fine. They get to the beach. Trash it. No, this is what they do. After you smog the earth up for this stupid beach, you get there. Should I go in? I don't know if I should go in, it's kinda cold. I'm not, you know what, I'm not not going in, no, no. Right? And they sit there and stare at the water and get a tan. Dude, couldn't you have done that in your backyard? (laughs) Did you really have to clog the highway with all that smog and all those vehicles to do that? (laughs) Me personally, I like like lakes, pools. The salt water is just kind of (laughs) gross. Right? I would never go to a beach. Like, if if I'm going swimming, it's it's in something else, right? Um, I don't get the beach thing. I just, I never understood it. It just, there's no shade. It's really hot, and now you're going to get going to a spot with no shade. I just don't understand it. That's me. But, you know, 
they smog up the earth over the over this right. They, yeah. they throw then throw the Dunkin' Donuts trash everywhere. Yeah. The throwing of the trash is disgusting. Dude, no, have you ever dude, seen? Dude, it's you know something disgusting. funny? Yeah. I was talking to Nick on the way up here. Nick abysmal depths. I'm a huge. <laughs> I've been watching The Simpsons since it came out. Yeah. Dude, I caught something weird. They did an episode where they came here. There's a point in the episode where there are these kids talking in an alleyway and they got rappers, coffee, and they go, oh, well, they walk away and they throw their stuff on the, on the ground. Like, no. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, did somebody else notice this? <laughs> like, dude, all you talk about is this pr- Boston pride. First of all, dude, you're from Middleborough. <laughs> you ain't from Boston. You see me telling people I'm from Boston. Would I ever tell anyone I'm from Boston? No. Does this look like Boston where we are? I'm not, right? <laughs> and, and then it's Boston pride, Boston pride. Well, dude, you have all this pride. Why do you throw your trash everywhere? Right? Dude, people are doing more damage. What I do is, because I hate vehicle smog, I think it's one of the worst things when I see hot days, cars everywhere, going to the beach drives me nuts. Dude, what I do this, I swear to you, I do all my errands on the way home from somewhere else where I'm always going to be. I never get in the car and go somewhere. to yeah. do. I do it all on the way home, the way there, on the way back. I got you. You okay? got a routine. Yeah. Um, so I just I do as, as little smog as I possibly can. All right. Right? Yeah. Um, that's just me. Um, You're I, a thoughtful I think, guy. So, so again, to try to answer your question, dude, you can tax, you can have all these rules, but dude, if people did that part, people then... right now can stop the destruction yeah. of the earth. Who cares if global warming's real or not? Who cares? Does it justify what we do? Yeah. These oil spills with these poor little animals mm. flapping around. It's gross. Mm. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, You're right. Everybody should do that. Yeah. Part. So I mean, tax, do whatever you want. I'm against, Yeah, I'm against all that. The taxes, everything. It's unnecessary. People have to take their own. I recycle everything, dude. Yeah. I know some people think the recycling is a scam. I don't know if I'm there yet. I mean, I, maybe it is. I don't know. But, dude, I rec- dude, you have no clue, dude. Like, I, dude, I take Q-tips. It Cardboard. can't be harmful to reuse Kevin, something. Kevin, like... I make almost no trash. I take, like, <laughs> out of a cardboard box, say a cracker box, okay. anything cardboard. So a Q-tip is cardboard. I put that in there. Hey. I recycle Q-tips, dude. Okay. Like everything <laughs> is recycled. I, everything. I, I take lots of recycling dumpster too. I fucking. Yeah. They pick it up for me. I get it picked up. But yeah. Um, I I um dude I do all that dude. I have almost no trash. Um, I I do a lot of like if I eat an apple. Like now, dude, I hate trash. I told you, but an apple, I'll throw it out the car window because that's biodegradable. That's fine. Yeah. An animal will eat it. It's fine. So back to the people. Yeah. Thing. Dan Laws zero in, carbon footprint. Yeah. I live in a place <laughs> where there's people. You know, multiple buildings, shit like that. So other <laughs> Wait, other Dan Lawsey hates women and has <laughs> zero carbon footprint. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's other people in close proximity to me, and we share dumpsters. Yeah. I'm like one of the only people that go to the fucking recycling dumpster. Right, right. Everybody right. else, just their right. boxes, full boxes. Right. Just fucking right into the trash. Right, I hate they, that. They I can't, I can't even watch it. To. I can't even watch it, dude. It's like, to, right. yeah, make some effort. And dude, like, like I know, <laughs> I know the different types of cardboard and everything. Like I separate it all. It's like pristine. You know what I mean? So, That's uh, good. you go by the number? Like no, the, I just no, I don't go that extreme. I just know, like, like, dude, cardboard. Like I said, a cracker box earlier. The cardboard of say a cracker box <laughs> is different than like a cardboard of like. Not ideal that, that for a, straws, a by the way. would come in. Yeah, they're two different things. You can't mix them. So, um, you know, most of the plastics now. I mean, when I was a kid, you had to wash out the bottle. You don't have to do that now. You just throw it in. Mm. And um, so it's a lot easier. But, yeah, dude, I'm a recycling environmentalist. Yeah, but do you think? I'm very, I'm very left-wing. A lot of people forget yeah, that. They forget yeah. that about me. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
What's got you thinking that single stream recycling might be a scam? Well, in recycling in general, I, I've had a lot of people tell me I know a guy at the recycling place, and it, it's a scam. A lot of it doesn't actually get recycled. Yeah, I, a lot of it gets I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, but I've had a lot of people come down to me, and I'm like, well, dude, even if 20% of it gets recycled, isn't that better than putting it all in the trash? Definitely. You know what yeah, I mean? That's course. just yeah. my opinion. But. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Coronavirus. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You should be wearing a mask. Mm. You're not eating. You should be wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, and I'm you. still a vegan. I'm not, I've never, the last 10 years or so, I'm not super strict crazy mm. about it. Like, I'm not like, oh, are you cooking that on the same pan as the whatever? You yeah. Know, I, 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 I haven't been like that for a long, long time. Okay. Sometimes someone will cook me something vegan and they might accidentally say they made like a, a vegan pizza but they use like the soy cheese instead of like the straight tofu cheese which can have some type of like cheese calcium in it I, I, you know if someone took the time if I'm on the road my band's playing in another state yeah. someone cooked something for me I don't say I'm not eating that I'm, I just no it's all good dude if you tried and it's mostly vegetarian I'm you know I've had a lot of situations like that I'm not a jerk about it at all right on um, I, I've always you know I was really strict when I was a kid but now you know I've loosened up over the years I still do it but um I, you know, um, you still sound pretty dedicated. Yeah, I'm still like, dude. I'll give you an example. It's funny today. I always, ever since I was a vegan, I'm gonna tell you something, dude. I got fake leather boots. I always have fake leather in my boots. Always have like sneakers with no leather. I always have one pair of shoes though, and I'm wearing them right now. Believe it or not, that's the only leather I own. And I'm, I'm upfront with people about it because <laughs> these are really good in the rain. It was kind of wet the last couple of days. Um, yeah. I've always had one pair of leather dress shoes. Like that never changed. Um, that's the only not like blatantly non-vegan uh, you know like a lot of like um i'll use like burt's bees stuff no that's beeswax yeah that, that a lot of people are like well that's that's a living thing that's not vegan you know stuff like that okay. i've always used like burt's bees and stuff no i've never i knew a vegan that the kid who kind of taught me how to be a vegan he used to use burt's bees and stuff like you yeah, know um, yeah, yeah. The, i'm not i'm not psychotic about it I just, you know. How do you, like, uh, supplement, like, certain vitamins? Do you take any, like, vitamin pills? No, dude, or? you know what I really think it is? Sure. Back to, like, um, I, I honestly believe, like, when I go to restaurants and stuff like that, where, I'm, like, a lot of times, like, if people are doing something on a grill, they'll, like, cook it on the upper thing for me or whatever. But it's still getting shut in the steam. I believe I end up getting residue here and there. Because <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't been strict about that type of shit. And yeah. I believe, like... I honestly believe little bits of maybe animal get into me somehow, and I think that's probably I've gotten some protein from it. Beneficial. Yeah, I really believe that. Okay. And, dude, I don't mind, like, (laughs) saying this because, dude, I know so many people that they're a vegan, they're animal rights, they're into all this stuff, and then a year later they're not anymore. Right. Dude, I've been doing it so long. I'll give you another one, dude. Yeah. Me and uh, Derek from Represent, the straight edge band from Erie, Pennsylvania, he's a good, good friend of mine, right? Um, Really good friend of mine. You know, when we first met, we had this conversation, the soda conversation, about because there's uh, uh, caffeine in a soda. Yeah. And he's like, dude, what do you do about that? Like, it was this, like, meeting of the minds when we first met. And I go, dude, <laughs> listen, dude, I've been straight edge since I was 14. <laughs> I don't – I'm as straight edge as straight edge can be. I'll drink a soda. I go, dude, <laughs> you understand I am the adult babysitter. I am adventures in babysitting. <laughs> Everyone piles into my car. The drunks. I've got puke stains all. I mean, dude, if I'm driving everyone home, I do this night after night. 
and the bartender says, you want a Coke? I'm taking a Coke. <laughs> or a soda, or a, I try to drink the orange soda without the caffeine. I don't drink any coffee. I've never drank coffee, ever. No shit. Don't drink it. I don't do caffeine. No medication. Do you take? Do you drink tea? No. Or like- no medication. No nothing. Okay, can I have a soda once in a while? Yeah. Is that, is that yeah, okay, straight edge a, scene? It's okay. Hey, straight edge scene, is that okay? Dude, the best story. Here's another one, too. Did you ever hear this story? I saw it in an interview. Ian McKay from uh, Minor Threat. Yeah. So here's the guy who invented straight edge. He's the founder of it. I mean, he's he is the pillar of straight edge. Mm. He says he had been driving all night, Minor Threat, or someone, maybe it was Fugazi, it was one of his bands, had been driving all night. He had been doing all the driving. They were going to some show far away. He pulls up. He's sitting in the van half awake. We made it. And he had been drinking an iced tea to keep himself awake. And he says this 14-year-old kid comes up to him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? He goes, that's iced tea. That's caffeine. That's not straight edge. He's like, dude, like I've been driving all night. I'm trying to stay awake. It's like. <laughs> that little prick. Dude, this is the guy. Hey, idiot. Was Ian McKay like, that Mc, easy to fucking pick like, out like, back like, then? Probably. I don't know. But it's like <laughs> McFly. McFly. Hello. Right? Like, dude, this is the guy who, like, you're straight edge because of this guy. That's a riot. And you're going to. And he's still straight edge at his age. And you're going to. Hey, dude, you drank iced tea. Oh, my God. Well, hey, guess I broke. Guess I broke. <laughs> yeah. Dan Lazzi hates women and drinks Pepsi. But you know what I mean? It's like, what? come on, dude. Come on, man. And Pepsi's gross, by the way. I won't drink Pepsi. Drink, I hate it. I haven't but, drank soda in years. But, dude, I try, to, I try to drink the orange soda. There's no caffeine. Once in a while, I have a Coke, dude. Yeah. So, okay. Dude, sometimes these shows, man. If you're going to drink Kevin, it like that. I, Kevin, yeah. listen. I do a lot of activities, athletic stuff for my age. A <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah. A lot. Dude, for some reason, playing a show knocks the life out of me. No shit. I don't know why. I can go jogging through the woods. I can do whatever. I can, like martial arts. I do everything, dude. Yeah. I do a lot, lot of stuff. <clears throat> like sometimes painful stuff. Dude, the show's music knocks a lot. That's the thing that's gonna get me a headache and make me throw up. Dude, if they ha- sometimes at these bars, I don't drink alcohol, dude. And like we have soda. Okay, that's what I'll drink a root beer. Yeah. I gotta have something, dude. I can't, water's not gonna do it. I need something with like. Sugar and the whole thing. So, so what do you do normally to supplement that? What do you mean, like, like for like like a sugar, or caffeine, or whatever? I like candy. Like, like I, I like a lot of like um you know like um Sour Patch Kids and stuff like that. Yeah. I know that sounds ju- really juvenile. No, those but are good. I have big bags of Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I did. And those. sometimes, dude, I get you have a candy I get stash? lightheaded. I get lightheaded because I haven't had sugar in a while, and I I'll eat a ton of Sour Patch Kids, like Sour no Patch Worms. Yeah, and all that stuff. Dude. I have that stuff lying around, dude. So like I don't. See, so you have out. a little candy. Yeah, uh, yeah, stash. I do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. You know, so. Nice. What's your favorite candies? Um, I love watermelon Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, those are good. And, and dude, a lot of like dark chocolate and stuff without the milk, you can make a lot of cool. Like cookies and stuff, so I, I eat a lot chocolate. of stuff, dude. Yeah, I eat Did a lot. You just say of, you can make a lot of cool cookies. Yeah, cookies, all types of like. Um, uh, okay. Let's get like, into baking. That's pretty hard. Yeah, right. yeah. No, so I know a lot. Of, bake? I don't, but a lot of people cook for me. They make all they right. make like um all sorts of stuff, all sorts <laughs> of um like candy, like dessert stuff. I guess is yeah. what you would say, like vegan ice cream. No shit. Oh, cool. A lot of that. Yeah, I, right. I, eat, all, dude, uh, I eat normal, man. Save I, me some. I love pizza. I love vegan pizza. Um, yeah, I, I eat a lot of like I like like tofu puffs, the hot dogs, and stuff. I eat tons of stuff, dude. It's no sweat, man. It's no big deal. Right on, right on. 
I always, I always, yeah, I do wonder about that because I know nothing about like really. Right. Right. Like, I know vegans are strict. Like real vegans are fucking. Yeah, strict. well, like I said, dude, I was like that the first like eight years. Yeah. Now I'm just like, dude, I've I've got my fingers dipped in so many causes. Yeah, you that dude, I just yeah. don't, dude. And dude, you know what, Kevin? Another thing too, and this is another warning I would give to kids that they gotta understand this, mm. dude. I feel I have shied away from. It happens more and more every day. I. I shy away. This is awful. I'm even saying this. Some of my left wing causes, like say animal rights, I shy away from talking about it because I feel like if I say it, I now just signed up. Like I almost inadvertently helped a million other causes that I might not believe in. Yeah, you're just yeah. because it was left wing. Right. Yeah. I just advertised a bunch of stuff that yeah. I inadvertently did not mean to. They pin, and, they pin and, you on the ground. Right. And, and where I, you I sit feel that's frustrating. Kevin, if you man, notice, that's gotta be frustrating. Like, dude, you remember I used to talk a lot about how like. MTV and whatever would get like fourteen year olds to one have sex yes. and do dude if you notice I don't talk a lot about that anymore. Okay. I've I've shied away from all of that because that's very rape culture left wing and it's a beautiful cause. It's a great thing to talk about. Yeah, but again, yeah. I feel like I'm taking I'm automatically now I'm supporting abortion. I say animal rights stuff, I say environmentalist stuff. Now I'm forcing the guy in Indiana to make yeah. a cake he doesn't want to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just What about the quote unquote yeah. war? Which war? Yeah. Which one are you talking about? The current, the the, um, the one going on in Ukraine. Yeah. I, I dude, I told him I don't have a lot to say about it. I can't stand the Soviets and the communists. Mm. Um, at the same time, Ukraine's I, pretty corrupt. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, why Ukraine? Why care about them? Why? Yeah. I, I see both sides of it, dude. Yeah. Apparently, you know? his baby factory is there. Dude, like Putin's right-hand man's daughter was just killed in an assassination attempt the other day, and it was supposed to be like. His right-hand man was supposed to get it. Yeah. And they, uh, I don't know, he got in a different car and his fucking daughter got in another car and it got blown to smithereens. Yeah, man, those people are eating themselves alive. Yeah, yeah, they just that's eat true. just themselves yeah. alive. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, definitely. So that's, all, that's what I have to say about them. Yep. You know? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I remember I, when I was in high school, we met a girl. They had this thing where these people came and gave these different talks, and a girl came who was in T- from China was in Tiananmen Square when it happened, oh, wow. watching people get killed and stuff. And wow. I knew it was significant, but I wish I I think I would have got more out of it now if I saw it. But yeah. you know, so you know, I've always been, you know, ne- never been a fan of communism. Yeah. I love the idea of we're all going to be equal and we're all going to get to eat and all that. But dude, the problem is you're doing it at the expense of giving all the power to one person, yeah. handing the property over to everybody. Yeah. The idea behind it is beautiful, but it, you, you you still have a dictator behind it. You yeah. still have the oppressor looking down at the plebs. And Absolutely. It's, I just can't get behind that. You know? Yeah. Mm. Have you been hearing any of the crazy shit from like the World Economic Forum, like Klaus Schwab and what he's been saying? And sort I, of. We don't even have to get into I, that. I, Kevin, again, that's the stuff where it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I don't get big into like, I know well, a depression's coming. The dollar's not going to mean anything. Yeah, dude, I, I get all of it. I, I, I don't know what to do or say about it <laughs> other than, dude, yeah, stockpile food, I guess. Yeah. I mean, no, and, and I dude, I do I feel like one thing you got to understand about America, whether you like our politicians or not, mm. and this is going to sound very in contrast to everything we've said tonight, they do need you to be content on some level. They need you to be happy. They can't have people freaking out. I really believe at the end of the day the government knows you can't have some type of economic disaster. Mm. You just can't have it. You, because it, then their power at some point will go because of that. I do feel they have a way 
of averting this and like getting us out of it because dude they've been saying for decades that this was going to happen with the economy it still hasn't happened yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um, and you know Kevin say there is a depression our grandparents went through it they, they survived it yeah I mean they got through it yeah I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of it I'm just saying it's happened before you know is, yeah. it, is it any worse than them shutting this country down for, you I mean, don't give a shit look about at the these depression. people that lost everything <laughs> to them that was the depression yeah yeah fuck yeah man you know you gotta look at it that way yeah that's a great yeah. point that's a great point yeah. I wanted I actually did yeah. want to ask you about your martial uh, you know martial uh, arts and yeah you, you, I Dude, mean I know you've been doing for martial years, arts forever <laughs> well there's, there's problems with that too and this is a great I'd love to clear this up okay alright listen I, I'm not an MMA fighter I'm not a, like people think <laughs> all these things about me okay listen I've been you in. Hate I've women, been you're in. Nazi and I've you're been an in. MMA fighter. Right. I've, I've been in one, one MMA fight. It was for a charity event. I was in. Oh really? Yeah, I was. I got second place in a jujitsu tournament down in Rhode Island. No shit. I have a black belt in yeah. karate. Yeah. I hear all the time. Oh, you're a black belt in jujitsu. No, I'm not, dude. I'm not a black belt in jujitsu. My black belt is in karate. But you got second place in a jujitsu tournament. Yes, because wow. I I feel like. I gravitated towards the grappling was always a little easier for me. Yeah. And um, I just always, I felt more natural at that. I want to do more. Did you wrestle when you were well, a kid? Well, it's, it's like, no, I didn't. I, dude, I'm just going to tell you something funny about me. I played a lot of soccer, like in elementary school and junior high. Yeah. Come, come high school. It's a fucking tough sport. In, in high school, <laughs> in high school, I dropped all sports. This is why I went to a private school. And it was very difficult for me. Um, Where'd you go? Holy I went, family? No, I went to Zavarian. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, way yeah. I ended up going was my father was a teacher there. I almost went there. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was just like, look, this is um, a huge opportunity. And he was right. I never went to college. But you put that Zavarian, dude, I, I've never been turned down for a job ever. Yeah, totally. I get what I want because that Zavarian is really Yeah, good. totally. People are like, you went to Zavarian. Because it's just a really prestigious high school. So yeah, I'm yeah. thankful for that. Yeah. And um, what happened was the the – when I was at junior high, we talked about Silver Lake Junior High earlier. The highest class at the junior high, when I got the Zavarian, that was like their lowest class as far as level of difficulty. Yeah. So suddenly, I was in over my head. It was tough, dude. Really tough. I did all my homework. I tried really hard. Had perfect attendance. Was terrified to miss a day of school because I was afraid of the backup of the, the homework. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so I, I dropped everything, dude. I played an adversary. That was my one activity I could hang on to. I'm like, dude, I, can't, I have to be in a band. I can't not do that. So yeah. I stayed in that one band. Um, didn't do any sports. During this time, I became, well, I, I, looking back, I didn't know it. This is really weird. I've always been a huge boxing fan, but I didn't know I was till I looked back. Like I look back, I'm like, geez, man, like a lot of those pay-per-views used to, you know, I begged my father to take me to my uncle's house and I'd watch the fights and mm. I just didn't think because it's not like, like like Red Sox, you have a Red Sox hat. There's not like a Evander Holyfield like t-shirt that you wear. You know what I mean? So I guess maybe I didn't consider yeah, myself Yeah, that's a true. Right. That's a good and point. And so then, of course, the UFC came along and got into that and yeah. I always liked that stuff. Yeah. Right? And I was always kind of like, and, and I did like wrestling. I liked watching it. When I was a little kid, my father would take me to like local wrestling matches. So I, I liked it. It was on my radar. What happened was I was finally like, dude, I, I didn't do no sports all through high school. Like, I just had this plan. I'm like, dude, the second I graduate, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to get a job. 
which the job I got, I still have today, believe it or not. I've had the same job since high school. And my other big plan was I'm going to start doing martial arts, finally. So mm. about three days after I graduated, I got my job, and the first thing I did, I went the first place I ever went to was Progressive Fighting Arts above the Brockton Studios, one-to-one. -one. Oh, wow. That was the first, one of the very early kind of like MMA schools, right? Did a lot of jiu-jitsu, got most of my grappling jiu-jitsu um, no knowledge from that place. Yeah. I started going there. Then eventually started doing kung fu and stuff. Went out and got a black belt because I was obsessed with the idea. I'm like, I have to have a black belt, right? <laughs> so I, I did that too. But uh, then recent years, just tons and tons of – I don't really – haven't done lessons for a long, long time. Last few years, it's just been I'll go any gym with this open mat stuff, meaning you just go up. Uh, people are having matches, fighting, putting pads on, doing whatever. Roll yeah, roll, fight, whatever you want to do. Right. That's what I do now, dude. I try to do it twice a week. Just have full speed fights with people best I can or close to full speed realistic. Nice. Um, just because I, I had a lot of problems I felt with like flinching and getting hit and not coming back and coming back fast enough. So I, I feel I've, I've done a lot of work to um, – the weird thing was I had my buddy put a punching bag in my basement. And the punching bag doesn't hit you back. But that stupid punching bag got me over like my flinching and stuff, which is really odd. Just for like, love. It, yeah, I don't know why. I just kept visualizing it being another person. Um, and the problem, it's not that I can't fight. It's when someone's not letting me take them to the ground, and now they're still hitting me. That's where the issue is. Okay. Um, or I'm on the bottom and they're punching me. But, uh, yeah, dude, I just do, now I do a lot of sparring and stuff like that, a lot of grappling, a lot of just open mat matches and stuff. And, um, you know, just training. But I would definitely like to definitely want to enter another jujitsu tournament. I'm yeah. def definitely going to do that. That'd be cool. Um, I'd love to do, like, maybe even a kickboxing fight or something. I'm not sure yet. I'm just rebuilding and taking my time and – um, but, dude, I'm not like – dude, whenever someone does something like that, dude, what happens is you have all these people that get into this stuff, and they run around telling everybody yeah. they're this thing that they're not, and then I get looped in. Dude, I'm a casual martial arts enthusiast. Yeah. I casually compete on rare occasions. I'd like to do more. Yeah. I'm not – you know, there's no guarantee I can beat you up. If you're angry enough, I'm sure you can knock me out. I'm you not, don't, you don't I'm not invincible. I'm not – it, it, I'm not, you know, it's it, you. It, it's possible for me to get beat up. Okay, it, this sure. all this stuff doesn't mean anything. You got to stay in shape. You got to keep up with it. And a lot of people do it. When I was a kid, you a lot of people didn't know what jujitsu was. I, could, I had a lot of friends who were high school wrestlers, and I used to smash their heads in because they'd never seen these moves before. Yeah. Now yeah. most kids are learning jujitsu and wrestling. It's not as easy anymore. Mm -hmm. They know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So um. It's, you know, I do it for fun. It's, it's one of the many things I do, but I'm not, you know, I just, I, people say things about me and that like, oh, yeah, Dan's this M and M. No, I'm not, dude, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that. Don't say I'm that because then someone's going to take it the wrong way and, and want to, all right, let's see, you know, challenge me or whatever because that stuff happens all the time and I don't need that. <laughs> I'm not out to get anybody. Yeah. I, I just do it for fun. I've been doing it for years. I, um, you know, I. I, I only you know. ever heard that from people that were in bands with you. Yeah. Like, you know, I think when Scott Smith was in over the years with yeah. you, right? Uh, I, uh, uh, no, he, he he was briefly in all these years, but all these Summit years. was the band that he was um. Oh, okay, okay. By the way, just... Fair okay, enough. Okay, so yeah, yeah. we'll have to wrap it up soon, but yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. 
What, yeah, what was yeah, Scott yeah. Smith saying? What did he? No, he yeah, he was just saying yeah. like uh, that you were into martial arts yeah. and you know Dan's Dan's an animal. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I, I'm, no, you're I'm really, flattered you when people say it. that, dude. But like I said, dude, I I think people have a warped perception of me. I think um, oh, Scott, dude, I'm like at anybody summer, else. Right? If I'm angry, and I think most people, if they're angry enough, you, yeah. most people, you probably shouldn't cross them. I have moments where yeah, I'm probably a bad person to start with. But if I'm not in that mood, what good am I? I mean, I'm, I'm so if I'm chilling right now, we're hanging out. Yeah. I mean, now's the time to kick me in the head because I'm not really <laughs> looking for it. I'm just hanging out, having fun with you guys. And I think most people are like that. Just I because think. we brought up Scott Smith, I have to say shout out okay. to Summoner and Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, is Summoner the one that he's with, with uh, Chris Johnson? Yes. Yeah, because Chris did the yeah. Medjugorje album. Oh, We've been he recording recorded, with him. Okay, he does a lot of yeah, the examination. Yeah. And he plays bass for Deaf Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, so, um, fucking A. Yeah, he, he's been in the loop helping out with that recording. That's awesome. So, he's, a, no. he's a super good dude. He yeah. always has been. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I knew I knew Chris was one of his, want the final story of the night. Sure. But yeah, this is a great way to end it. You know how I talked about people not getting me? And like, dude, you don't understand. You committed to something. And I, then I show up, they're like, what? Mm. Um, years and years ago, I think Chris was in Riff Cannon. Yes. Right? Yeah. Riff Cannon was supposed to play a show for a friend of mine. Well, I had a hand in putting this show together. They said they were going to play, and then suddenly their phones weren't working. <laughs> so I showed up at one of their shows, and they were not expecting that. <laughs> I, um, It's $15 to get in or whatever. I go, okay, so tell them to come out here. Right? And, I, and I'm just like, what's going on? You're playing? And I, oh, so we're sorry, dude. We didn't call you back. So you're not playing. Okay, fine. We got methods to play instead. Remember that? Oh, yeah, right? yeah. So I I'm, actually But the funny thing is, I said to Chris, I go, Chris, I, I, when we recorded the Medjugorje album, I was kind of self-conscious about it. I go, Chris, is uh, something I want to get out of the way. He's like, what? I go, dude, um, do you remember that time you guys were supposed to play a show and you decided <laughs> to not answer the phone or confirm all that? And I, I kind of shook you guys down. I showed up looking for you. I wasn't too happy. I said, get out here. I need to talk to them. He's like, I kind of, I don't know. I'm like, dude, I just, I wanted you to know, like, I felt bad about it. No hot feelings. I'm not angry at you. He's like, and then after a couple of minutes, he's like, you know, I do sort of, like, maybe remember that. I'm like, dude, it was pretty bad. Like, I sent someone in. I said, tell them to get out here, right? And, um, but I go, no offense, dude. You guys are being a bunch of clowns. You weren't, like, just tell us you're not going to play the show, you know? So, um. You know, I've been known to do that sort of thing. But, <laughs> but I, I felt bad, dude. I, I, lo- I mean, he did such an awesome job. He had that, got us that, like, entombed sound that we really wanted, that right old on. Swedish, he's early 90s. guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's good for that stuff. And um, we were really happy with the album. And I just put it just so funny, right? The first day we met him, the first break we took, we were, like, eating in this cafeteria at the studio. I'm like, Chris, I got to talk, talk to you about something. And I brought it up, and he kind of remembered, kind of didn't. But, yeah, so, but like I said, another example of, Dude, you said you were going to be here. Where are you? you know, and I, I <laughs> yeah. came looking for you. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, but anyway. So. Hey, you're a man of your yeah. word. But anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I think imagine that's a good place ima- Imagine having a cafeteria up here <laughs> in the building. Oh, yeah. that'd be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be kept nice and tidy. A big, sad yeah. table just sitting out there with, like, one broken-ass chair. <laughs> that's definitely about right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Dan, I think that's a good place to wrap. Yeah. And, uh, well, thanks for letting me. Like I said, um, I've said on other podcasts, I am, I am as much as anyone else. Even though I'm a small little pea in the pond, I can be a victim of the short sound clips. And he said this and this and things being chopped up. Um, this is good for me because you let me explain myself in, you know, extensive form. Yeah, of course. I, I think people 
I know people that interact with me or hear things about me need, need to like listen to this. Sure. And they can disagree yeah. with me. They yeah. can hate my guts. They can boycott my band. But uh, dude, listen to what I have to say. Listen yeah. to what I'm saying. Yeah. Forget your political whatever. Mm. This is coming straight from me. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say that to the audience. Well, no, man, we're we're happy to have you. You're an amazing you. human being, yeah. and a Nick, good friend, and we you, love thank you. Thank you, you guys. You've been a good <laughs> friend, Kevin. And uh, you know, Nick would love to come in. Nick Abysmal Depths. Yeah, get him um, in, man. You know, um, Nick's another guy, man. Yeah, he's yeah, a good guy. Yeah. Good and guy. Can I just listen, man? I want to say this so the guys don't get uh, angry at me. I, we talked a lot about Branch Davidian. I got a bunch of bands going. Yeah, you got Medjugorje. Nation. Medjugorje yeah. is yeah. also playing in New York at a festival in a couple of weeks. Um, most Mordra black metal band I have with Nick. I have a straight edge band called Puritan. X Puritan X. Look that up. We got an Instagram page. We got a <laughs> demo right. out. I'm not dead yet. Only time I've ever worn a shirt of a band I'm in. My buddy Terrence, he <laughs> recruited me as the bass player. Check out I'm Not Dead Yet. I got the Get Along Gang with you. Yep. First time I've ever been in like a non-metal band. Yeah. Um, Hour of Prayer. That's going to be a thing that's going to be coming out. You're going to see that. Oh, let me think. What else? Exanguination, Medjugorje, Branch Davidian. I'm sure there's more. Busy, I got, I got, busy, busy. Yeah, I got a lot going on, dude. So um. Well, we'll have you back. Dude. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. So I just, I just want to mention the other bands. Exanguination's got a new album coming out. I, I don't want anyone left out or angry at yeah, me. Yeah, plug it Check all, out dude. all plug my bands, all. man. I got a bunch of bands going on. With a lot of great musicians, and um, check shows? it out. Any shows? Shows up? everywhere, man. There's um, October. God, I think it's, I think it's the seventeenth. That's the New York. We're playing Medjugorje's on Back from the Dead Fest with Malignancy and Pyrexia. Right. Um, October first, Branch Davidian goes down to New York City. We're playing with Pyrexia. Um, that's October first. There's there's another Rockland show in there somewhere with Medjugorje. Maybe it's I think the seventeenth is New York, twenty fourth is Rockland for Medjugorje. October first, Branch Davidian in New York. I think there's an October show, Medjugorje's going up to New Hampshire. I think that's October fifteenth. Exanguination and I'm not dead yet are playing a festival in Connecticut, I believe November fourth. Dude, the flyers, these dates they'll all be on our websites unless I still have the paper calendar. Okay. That lost art form. So, dude, I'm doing this by memory. I strongly suggest if, if you're interested, go to our websites and social media because I might be messing these dates up. But um, look up Division Era, the new album from Branch Davidian is going to be out in February. It's going to be slamming, slamming. And then in March, well, the new Examination album. Medjugorje's working on a new album. I took all the riffs that were going to be in Seven Day Curse when they broke up. Oh, and shit. that's going to be, I use those riffs. You're going to hear those riffs oh, on the new Medjugorje oh, album. Super technical, at the gate, Swedish style. Some of the most complicated stuff awesome. I've ever, ever written. Just acrobatic. Seven Day Curse fans, get ready for the new Medjugorje album. That's Rock it. Rock and roll, dude. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sounds right. great. You can become a premium member, three ninety nine a month, if you uh, unlock the first episode. You don't get anything out of it because all this is free. But if you choose to, you'll be helping us grow. And that'll be it for It's a Hard Rock Life. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.